The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode uh, brought to you by the Mykonos Travel Board. That's the name of the episode, actually, is the Mykonos Travel Board Presents. That's the name of the episode. You'll figure it out. Uh, Listen, brand new episode, and we're going to do something slightly different on this episode. Um, We're going to start the episode, then I'm going to come back for broken news, and I'll give you a little broken news. But what we're going to do in the broken news segment this time is I've gathered together all of the panelists uh, of, of Geek Show, because it is our 10th anniversary, and I wanted to talk to them individually for about five minutes each about the podcast and the 10-year anniversary. So uh, that's going to be a little bit different in the broken news coming up. That, that'll kind of switch things up because uh, we, we begin the, <laughs> the extra-long celebration of our 10th anniversary as a podcast, uh, starting with this episode. Uh, so uh, sit back, relax, you'll be fine. I uh, also want to thank all of our sponsors who uh, have helped out uh, over, the, over the past 10 years keeping this uh, thing afloat. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. They're open seven days a week. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East 3300 South Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Also, Cabin Fever. Lunch boxes, playing cards, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, tin signs, and more. Visit them at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, located in the heart of Trolley Square. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, the Twin Sons Cafe, now serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. Uh, Chef Daniel, dear friend of ours, describes the food as Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. He can accommodate all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you folks a good, wholesome meal at the Twin Sons Cafe, 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, not a porn store or novelty store. They are a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They also have free sex education workshops. You can find them at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, open seven days a week, blackvelvetboutique.com. And Haster Games, if you're a gamer, you love to play games like uh, D&D, Magic the Gathering, you're going to love Haster Games. They're located at 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play Haster Games. All right, let's get to this episode. Like I said, the, the broken news segment in the middle is a little different this time, but I think you're going to like it a lot. Uh, it's the Mykonos Travel Board presenting... The name of the, like I said, you'll figure it out. All right. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Oh, Hello. shit. It's a what? fourth show. Fourth this is a rare, show. it's like a unicorn. Quattro show. Oh, um, can now, you say it already? What, what does it celebrating? count if we're not drunk? Well, uh, as uh, as the time by the time you hear this, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we will have had uh, the first in what I hope are a series of parties. Celebrating the tenth anniversary of this podcast, and so. us, and specifically, and specifically us. us. Yes, happy ten years, guys. Hey, so there you go. It's been fun, isn't this? It's been the best five years of my life. Hasn't this been fun? Isn't it fun? Fun. It's so you guys fun? fun. It's so fun, you guys. I'm having fun. So fun. So uh, yeah, uh, and and if you were at the party last night, as you're hearing this, thank I'm, you. Yeah, I'm sorry I puked on you. 
I, I think oh. I think Jimmy and I have been making it a point not to drink much, just so that we can really get fucked up for this recording. I'm training my that's liver. A, that's opposite training. Yeah. No, I, I, I seriously, I want to just have a drink and be completely gone. So. <laughs> uh, I'm training my liver. All right. I have a... Get yourself ready. Can I, can I give you a headline real quick before we get into introductions? Uh-huh. Sure. This... I, I'm serious. I've been, I've been, as our friend Greg said, closing in on 50 for a bit. Mm-hmm. This may be the oddest headline. You said, you said within striking distance. Within striking distance. Oh. Yeah. Of 50. I, I, I think I'll say I'm within sneaking up distance on All 50. Right. Okay. This is the strangest headline I've ever read. Can I keep in mind that this is four weeks from when you're reading this? I don't know four. if this headline will actually hit major circulation, but it is the strangest headline I've ever read. And it was four weeks ago. Award-winning filmmaker Carlos Carvalho dies after giraffe headbutts him. What? Well, there you go. Well, yeah, uh, the no. giraffe's name was Gerald. Uh, Gerald. Ger- Gerald the giraffe. Gerald the giraffe. <laughs> I, I, I still think that uh, the United States president forgets he poured, uh, paid off a porn star. <laughs> well, it's just part <laughs> of a monthly stipend that he was giving his lawyer. Sure, hey. it's just a standing, you know. Other news has happened in this I'm, time. I'm back to the giraffe thing. What did he do to piss off the giraffe? He was trying to get a close-up of it. There's a, a horse in and the hospital. You didn't hear? <laughs> <laughs> he was like walking up. Hey, long neck. What you doing, long yeah, neck? I, I don't What'd see you that? say to me? He, he was he was shooting a film that involved a giraffe, and as he was closing in to get a close up of the giraffe, the giraffe headbutt him, shot him sixteen feet into the air, and he was <laughs> dead. Wow! Wow! He suffered massive head injuries as a result. He was airlifted to Johannesburg. Well, that's the problem. You sent him to Johannesburg. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, geez, that's an awful God long way to fly s- from New York. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God he didn't uh, get strangled by his prehensile tongue. The giraffe's prehensile tongue? Yeah. Did you know they have those? Yeah. I, I, now that you mention it, yes. Did yeah. you know that they're they're omniscient droolers? They know everything and no, drool? No, their drool knows everything. <laughs> oh. So their drool gets... We, we had a wildlife park uh, close to the radio station I used to work at, and I could get in free and go with the ranger to do stuff. And so you learned? Uh, the hard way. When you, you have what, a giraffe. You drank drool? No, I was, feeding, I was feeding something called a pongo, and as I was feeding the pongo, uh, this wet stuff started dripping over my head and I look up and there's a fucking giraffe head looming over my head <laughs> and it was drooling on me because I was yeah so well a, pong- a pongo that's just a dalmatian it was a sorry no, it was it's a, a bongo a, it's, a, it's a big a bongo yeah it's a bongo I yeah I saw, those. Oh, yeah. I saw pongo those oh pongo is the name of the dalmatian and 101 dalmatians you, you get a cookie the boy dalmatian does, does it, I don't who, does, do you get points at the I, everybody calm the fuck down. All right. <laughs> you know, ever since you introduced points, everybody's gotten really I, fucking And I'm sorry. I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm taking the points. I don't want no fucking points. I'm taking man. the point system away. No, wait. wait. No, I earned these points. I know. I haven't had any or lost I wasn't so. able to redeem any of my points. I'm a negative I've points. points. I'm okay with you taking I've gotten this away. Points. I wanted to go to the gift shop. Wait. Re- there was no point in having this amazing gift shop. Wait a, minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. So all y'all lost points. I still have points. I'm the fucking champ. I didn't lose Fuck any you. points. I, I, yeah, but you didn't gain any either, but I did gain some. I'm, I'm gonna, the fucking champ, y'all. I bought my points on eBay, so. Fucking points on the screen. <laughs> but I still, I'm, I'm still the champ. I trademarked <sighs> the term white Steve Harvey, and now I'm a That's millionaire. That's true. <laughs> that actually makes But me I'm remember. still the champ. Okay, okay, champ. I know why I thought of this, but uh, to get the points and like buy them up eBay. Uh, used to have, Subway used to have the stickers. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get little things. My friend used to just buy the reels off off eBay. Oh man, people would just buy the giant reel and just get nothing but free sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it's Subway sandwiches, but yeah. All right, I'm the champ. Let's start this. Let's, he's, all right, he's, champ. All right, he's the champ. He's Jay Whitaker. That's right, motherfucker. Right. Whoa, wow. shit. 
Oh, that's quite the oh, Shannon boy. intro. Oh, well, I'm trying to do my Shannon intro. Oh, okay, good. Oh, mine's going to be very different this time. So. Actually, hello, everyone. My name is Jay Whitaker. I like that. Better. That's, why um, that's where I'm going to My go. government name is Jason. Uh, my go. name is Jason Whitaker. I'd like for you to uh, follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram at It's Jay Whitaker. And when you're not too busy, if you have enough time, just join me on the Incredibly Vocal Minority Podcast. Thank there you. you. Go. All right, thank you. Good, that's great. You did yeah. a good job. You like Shannon? Yeah, you I think, like I think right. it's a good job. Hey, let's, let's see how you do. Hey, Shannon Barnson, everyone. Hi, hi there, everybody. Hope yes. every, I hope the day finds you good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna paint um, some trees. <laughs> my name's Shannon, the Quiet Poker Barnson. Um, the what? Quiet Poker? Nothing. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. If you, if you say, end this with "Have a blessed day," I may bring back the point system. <laughs> Noted. So, hey guys. <laughs> Hey guys, <laughs> all right. You know, life is hard. Yes, it is. You know, and there's it's, seven. It's harder. It's harder if you're stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we don't call. That's not nice to say. <laughs> seven days in the week. You know, <laughs> five yeah. of those. Five of those are um, work days for most people. You know, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. Hey, halfway through the week, you get you hit yourself a Wednesday, and you're like, oh man. Stuff Hump it. Day again. Uh, no, t- we no don't call problem. it that. <laughs> we call it midweek. Anyway, <laughs> you hit your midweek situation. I'm like, boy, gosh. Mm-hmm. Somebody microwaves some fish in the break room. That and, was me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, Carrie. <laughs> you know, we all we all have our uh, deficiencies. So um, it, it was marlin. It was a hearty, steaky fish. Well, was so. weird. I thought it was weird that you microwaved a whole uh, um, swordfish. But anyway, let's well, go. Yeah, marlin. So hey, Wednesday comes around. You're like, oh, I'm groggy. Let's. Why don't you go home and take a nap and come to my pub quiz before the pub quiz? Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. All right. Lucky thirteen. Eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Have yourself a hamburger. If you don't like a hamburger, have a salad. <laughs> Okay. Be entertained. All right. Stupid. No. Oh. I see the insoles. All right. That was good. It's free. That was good. Go. And I'm there. Okay. So is so is Brian. That's so good. That was good. I sometimes like that. no Kiki. Yeah. Kiki. Yeah. Maybe Des Peaks. Oh. Oh, I saw her today. Like, we like yeah, Des. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's cool. That was good. Hey, thanks. Thanks for your time. All right. Anything else? And may you have a blessed week. There you go. Oh, week. week. Not just day. Yeah. Wow. Blessed week. Okay. Okay. Did I get any points? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I said I may bring back right. points. You can't be. Uh, sure. We'll call a stringer. Where I'm from. All right. Hi, friends. Hi, Lee. <laughs> How are you? Lee George Cade, everyone. Thank you so much for... You, you toasted me. and No one actually saw that. You toasted me from a, a, a wine glass given out as a... Tr- favor to uh, people at a two-year-old's birthday party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the kind of two-year-old birthday party. That's how we can tell the, this most likely uh, for a niece. Yes, my niece. Yeah, for a niece, uh, most likely California relatives, correct? Yes. He just crashed a random birthday yeah, party. Yeah, so from the powers of my deductive reasoning, I have assumed that this would be one of your uh, wife's nieces uh, yes. that you flew down to, I'm going to say, Camarillo? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Keep it up, uh, Karnak. Camarillo, California, where <laughs> you were given 
a party favor yes. of a uh, engraved mm-hmm. wine glass. Because that's what the parents do while their kids are playing at the thing. At, at, the, sit, at the bounce yeah, house. You sit, you sit and drink. Hey, yeah. Lee, bend the spoon with your mind. <laughs> Did you see? It's amazing. God, that was fantastic. Right. So, friends, say you've decided, you've saved up for several years, and you've decided that you're going to take your partner, your 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 person of interest to the Greek island of Mykonos. Yeah, uh, okay. Beautiful. I like where this it's a, is going. It's a beautiful island. I mean, with fewer than ten thousand people at Mykonos and an elevation mm-hmm. of only eleven hundred feet. Wow, you really can't go wrong. Mykonos is lovely, but friends, <laughs> it's a long ass plane ride. This You're going to need this message brought to you by Frisky Foods, the Mykonos <laughs> Travel Council. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I had to start taking advertising for my small vegan business it's a good because idea. Yeah. nothing says vegan like Greek cuisine. Yeah, feta cheese. It's yeah. all feta cheese and lamb. <laughs> Everything. It's all yeah. over it. But friends, you're flying. You're flying to the Athens airport, so you can take a, a ferry boat out to Mykonos. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. White sands. It is tanned bodies everywhere. Much Great. nicer, much nicer than Athens. Athens All is kind of a dumb. How old are these tanned bodies? They Swarthy could be people. anywhere from sixteen to seventy-five. Oh God! And uh, you haven't seen stretch marks until you've seen the stretch marks on the people of Mykos. Oh, uh, Mykonos. Okay. It changed me. <laughs> it changed me. So, friends, you're on that. You're on that sixteen-hour plane flight to Athens. I can't wait to see where this goes. You're going to need some nourishment. <laughs> Might I suggest? Some jerky from Fresh Vegan Foods. Oh! Now, uh, that long of a flight, you're going to need multiple bags of jerky. And luckily, I have five flavors you can choose from. We have the pepper, which is made of habanero peppers. We have the um, burninator, which is made from ghost peppers. Well, it's quite spicy. And the only vegan jerky on the planet, endorsed by a former Jason Voorhees. Then we have the smoky maple flavor. It's not spicy at all. It's almost like candy that you chew because it's more like meat. And then we have the uh, the zesty, which is kind of peppery, and then we got a nice teriyaki flavor. You can get all five bags, but you're thinking, that sounds kind of expensive. But if you go to Fresh Vegan Foods on Etsy, and you type in the code word, Geek Show says, hey, we'll give you 10% off and free shipping. So what? you can snack to your heart's content while you await the beautiful island of Mykonos ah. in Greece. Oh, man. Now, that sounds lovely. word on the street, sir, mm-hmm. about your vegan jerky. Yes, sir. Which is a concept I'm still wrapping my head around. So many are. I like I, to think I, of vague I, concepts so I can strike it rich. I have heard <laughs> none of these products are made from poison. None are made from poison. Not one. They are 100% no. certified And that's something free. to think about. I mean, that's important to a family. Yeah. <laughs> no poison? Yeah. Yeah, don't buy edible stuff made of poison. Yeah, don't. Yeah, like it's, Slurpees. Would you, actually, made would, of would you say it's actually made of the opposite of poison? Yeah, it's made of... Wholesome plants. Okay. Yeah. That is the opposite of poison. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that fun? All right. You guys, it's fun, huh? That's my... Uh, that was very polite. I learned something. It's fun. It's my band, the opposite of poison. <laughs> I want to go to Mykonos. Nourishment? Are you playing, are you Antidote? Playing? We do uh, elevator versions of all the songs from Poison. Oh. <laughs> and baby. Are you playing? I, I heard you got in. dirty to me. I heard you got in. Are you playing at the Twilight Concert Series? We are. Yeah. That's great. Ooh. Wow, that's, you know, I can't even get into the fucking fun. Salt Lake Farmer's Market, but your goddamn you elevator music. Make gets, a phone call. <laughs> I make phone calls. <laughs> no, I mean, you call me. Is what you I do. call you? you? Call me. I'll take care of that. You will? Sure, I'll make All right, a, let's go. I'll make a point. All right, I'll Wait, ma- You know who I'll per- call? You're going to perform your jerky on the, at the Twilight uh, No, concerts? strangely enough, you could build a violin out of jerky. You know who I'll call to talk uh, to you about getting into the, to the thing? Paul Rudd. 
Jimmy Martin. Oh, God, because yeah. he's a fucking hustler. Because he's, he's in it. He's a hustler. He's a hustler. He's a straight-up hustler. Jimmy Martin. I do my best. The only hey. guy I've ever seen win a lotto ticket at the, fa- at the <laughs> farmer's market. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we fun. are in Mykonos, though. Be sure to take Martin Ferry Boats. We, we start a whole new line out there. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fun. We just drive around. It's really peaceful. Paid, paid for by the Mykonos <laughs> Travel Council. <laughs> I like, I like that every one of your speedboats has an inflatable dummy of Jackie Chan jet skiing behind it on one foot. Broken foot. Broken foot. Yeah. <laughs> his, his tennis shoe looks that like big, a cast. That big cast tennis shoe. Oh, from yeah. Rumble in the Bronx? Of course. Yeah. Uh, while you're in Mykonos, watch me on KSL on your laptop. It's fun. Sure they have the internet, too. And, you know, there's technology mm-hmm. out there. You can also watch Big Movie Mouth off on our YouTube page. That's yeah. fun. You can also it's read fun. Slug. They have a website. You can mm-hmm. also listen to Geek Show and Mediocre Show on the online, too. So there you go. It's He's great. so polite. Enjoy so your great. Mykonos trip. Mm-hmm. So great. Seriously, you are recommended. I, I would say nine out of ten Dennis's at Costco recommend Jimmy for people who like movies. Wait, what? I like. I like how lucky you are, Jimmy. You're like you're like Domino before Domino. It's fun. Yeah, I'm not as beautiful as Domino. I'm gonna start calling you. Ooh, <laughs> got that right. She is so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right, you ugly fuck. <laughs> okay, thanks. I'm gonna start calling you a long shot. <laughs> He's got that right. Yeah. He's quad T. Hey, Tony. What's going on? Now keep it mellow. You ever listen to my oh, gosh just... darn gadget no, spot? No, no, no. no. You got to go no, down. We're doing, a, we're, we're we're doing an opposite bit Other. now. Oh. Fuck. Oh. Gosh yeah. dang it. Jesus Christ. Balls. Sorry. <laughs> Balls. Shit. Uh, <laughs> this week's nice. Next week's Charles Nelson Riley. Have you ever. Uh, oh. oh. You guys, look at oh, how deep he's uh, getting. I've got another. Uh, Thing that I do. Oh, this is sexy. Sounds great. On Twitter. Yeah. Ooh. Can, would you share? Yeah. Could you share with the rest of us what, throw, what it is? I throw out some fart jokes once in a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. And great. I uh, I really enjoy updating you on the latest tech and it's, gadgets. It's fun. God, yeah. I think I'm pregnant. It's Video so, games. It's great. So uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony mm-hmm. or on the Gadget Spot podcast with Owen, Jaron, and a special guest each and every other week. What a fun mystery that is. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> You never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. This good. is NPR. I Thank you for listening. That was good. really good. Thank though. you for listening like, to I, NPR. You, you sound like you build canoes in if you, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you were to book the Noid from 1980s Domino's Pizza ads, I would listen every week. So, so hey, but, Carrie. Hmm? So you're our host. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you, like, why don't you share out with everybody? Share why don't you out. share out? Share out? Yeah, just share. What, you know, what are you thinking about? What's... <laughs> is that what are, sh- I'm that sharing sh- out. What sharing out. What, I like it. What do we, and the um, listeners, what do we need to know? Like, what do you, you want to share? Like, yeah, what do you want to share out? Carrie, uh, Cher- Carrie this is your Carrie, moment to shine. Carrie, I just want you Tell to... Tell us all about the I things want, you're doing. I want you to speak your truth. Can you do it? My truth? Speak your truth, Carrie. Speak your truth. Truth is... <laughs> You dummies aren't listening hard enough. <laughs> Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 at x96.com. No. Listen harder. Damn it. God oh, no. damn it. It's not fun. No, it's not fun, is no. it? No. Let me have some wine. And yeah, I'll drink that wine. It's, hey a Gre- guys. it's a Greek wine. I got it from Mykonos. Hey, here's the thing. <laughs> mm. This uh, I just want to you share the, the tourist. Go ahead, Shannon. Of Mykonos? Yes. Yeah, I love yes. them. Mykonos. We're all going to Mykonos. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got a new Disney. Gonna, where the fuck is yeah. Mykonos? Yeah. We're going to pick it's Greece. Olives. It's off Greece. Greek island. Yeah, we're going to yeah. pick olives right off the tree. We're just going to feed them each oh, other. Yeah, it's going to be you, fun. You better what are you going to be Mykonos? 
I don't. Are olives olives any good if they haven't been treated? No. Yeah. They're just rock hard fruit. We should definitely brine them. You got to brine them. Is Mykonos for real a place? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's gorgeous. Honestly, ever since since the sunken place of Wakanda, I don't know where geography anymore. I'm pretty sure that um, (laughs) Mykonos is where Balki is from. Is he? He's from Mykos. Oh, that's where. No, it's from Mykos. Mykos, yeah. Okay. This is Mykos. I just want to say. I like Mykos. They in Atlanta. See? Oh, Isn't it beautiful! Yeah. It is beautiful. God damn! Oh yeah, that looks like Bravos. And Kara, uh, I just want to say, it does. It straight up does. Well, that's all filmed in Italy and Greece. So. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Carrie, you provide a very valuable service. Do I? Yes. Yes. If I get in my car, mm-hmm. and I have not heard mm-hmm. if it's news, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm going to be late. Yes. See, you're not listening hard enough. You know, there are radios that aren't in cars. <laughs> See? Why? Well, Wait, hold on, you, though. Because got... I told you, I used to wake up to a guy with. I tap just... my radio every morning. Yes. But just like, they don't they don't track your radio. Do they track my radio? I can tell you when we're done. Okay. I can tell you all about it. Actually, I, I, mm-hmm. I have a theory, and it's a theory shared by many now. Uh, the simulation's broken, and that's why none of this shit makes sense. Mm hmm. Can we fix it? No, it's oh. broken. You know, it can fix it. What? A trip to the lovely island of Mykonos. <laughs> yes. Why don't just, you make it part of your summertime today? Yeah. Straighten you know, your think, head out, right? I think I just might. Eat some raw olives. Yeah. Oh, no, brine them. No, you got to brine those. <laughs> brine those. Got to brine them because I you mean, they're. Gotta, I know. I want them. They're they're what's called a stone fruit, and you have to make sure you take care of those. If you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't yeah, well, no, stone fruit's a peach. Never mind. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. All right. Are olives that? considered fruit? Yes. They're not vegetable. They grow on a tree. They're a fruit. Well, tomatoes grow in a tree. A no, they tomato. don't. No, they fucking don't. A tomato is a fruit. It's just it a very a fruit. small. It's anything that's got a seed on the inside, oh. right? Well, that ruined so. my idea. Uh, no. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Marijuana is a fruit. Whoa. But be sure to cut up your tomato and put it on your Greek salad. Mm. In with where? feta cheese and olives. Straight, Straight from where? Where? From Mykonos. Uh. <laughs> you want to you put a little balsamic vinegar This is like the weirdest sponsor we've ever had. The Mykonos Travel Bureau. <laughs> yeah, how'd they even hear about us? Oh, I, I keep, I keep, I keep harassing them. <laughs> hey, I keep trying to do a joint agreement speaking, with them. Speaking on behalf of the Mykonos Travel Council, we heard about the Geek Show podcast huh? from the guy who cuts uh, Carrie's lawn. <laughs> oh. Even though he's from Crete, <laughs> he, I was, I he also, vacations at Mykonos. He vacations yeah. in Mykonos. I also heard there's a certain Southern sheriff. Who likes to spend all of his like free time in Mykonos? You talking about Boss Hog? No, that's <laughs> not a sheriff. I keep thinking y'all saying Migos. There's a Mykonos. Th- I know, but like it, a, a genteel Southern sheriff Buford, that likes to go to Mykonos. Buford, what? Andy Griffith, Yosemite Sam. My wife and I's marriage was on the rocks <laughs> until. <laughs> Until our therapist, yes, we went to marriage counseling, (laughs) told us that we needed to get away. I needed to get away from all my Proud Boy meetings, (laughs) and she needed to get away from the mercantile that she works at. So we went to the lovely island of Mykonos. How was the dude beach? It saved our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> because I realized 
My wife is actually quite attractive. <laughs> All it took was one visit to the nude beaches of Mykonos. Holy fuck! Nude beaches and feta cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. mm. All right. <sighs> we're gonna well, do the show, folks. We're gonna do. No, we're gonna do. We got broken news. We got a lot of questions. Broken news coming up, and a lot of your questions from Facebook. So your let's, questions uh, brought to you by <laughs> the island of Mykonos. <laughs> the travel of You know, I hope. I hope like their their tourism spikes. I hope so. Right after this. Wouldn't it's that be, be great if we got a free trip? It's yeah. beautiful. No, we're just, all right. It's like Rick and Morty with Bendigo. Yeah. Uh, so we got broken news coming up after these. <laughs> after <laughs> these messages, we'll be right back. Wait, hold on. That was actually the show? Yeah. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Cabin Fever, why don't you go visit them at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in the heart of Trolley Square at Salt Lake City. They are so much more than a card store. Whether you're celebrating National Paranormal Day, that's May 3rd, National Star Wars Day, May 4th. National Wine Day, that's May 25th. National Honor Our LGBT Elders Day, May 17th. And of course, Mom's Day, Sunday, May 13th. Gosh, it looks like the month of May was made for Cabin Fever customers. Priding themselves in retro candy, hilarious books, tin totes, rubber duckies, jigsaw puzzles, coffee table books, and licensed merchandise. It's about time you dropped in to meet them. For 35 years, Cabin Fever has been the store for eccentric folks with too much unique tastes. So go visit Cabin Fever in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City. Stop in, meet the staff, say hello to Dave, tell him Geek Show says hey. And they want to thank you for your continued support. Thank you for shopping local, and thank you for being geeks. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. Well, let's see what's happening at... Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for the month of June 2018. Superstar writer Brian Michael Bendis has arrived at DC Comics and is launching a new Superman title, Man of Steel. What new threats will Superman face? Which of his old villains are waiting to strike? Be sure to pick up Man of Steel to find out. 
Marvel returns to business as usual with three new titles starring old favorites. Look out for the new Thor, Immortal Hulk, and Tony Stark, Iron Man. If you're a fan of these summer blockbuster movies, go on in and pick up stories featuring your favorite characters. Dr. Volts has a huge selection of graphic novels starring Deadpool, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Han Solo. You get it. A whole lot more. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. We'll see you next Wednesday, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Broken news, welcome to it. Uh, hi, it's me, Carrie, all alone in the basement for your broken news. But uh, I'll be joined by the panelists here in just a moment. Like I said, I got that special thing that we're going to do for broken news. And then we'll get back to the episode after this as well uh, from the Mykonos Travel Board. Uh, we'll get to the, the rest of that episode coming up. But first, we're going to do a little broken news. Then we're going to uh, I'm, I'm going to talk individually and alone to each one of the panelists so they can talk, well, I'll get to it coming up. Let's get to the broken news, and then I'll explain what we did here uh, coming up in just a few moments. Not much, uh, really, uh, just about three, three quick stories, because I want to get to this uh, uh, montage of the panelists. Uh, we got, the, here's Boba Fett movie. Yeah, there I said it, Boba Fett movie. Uh, James Mangold. This is really good news. Uh, James Mangold, the guy behind uh, Logan, of course. You know, that uh, excellent Wolverine movie, the good one. <laughs> <laughs> James Mangold writing and directing uh, the Boba Fett movie. Uh, the reveal comes from uh, Lucasfilm. Uh, you know, it's when they're out talking about Solo, a Star Wars story, which I thought was terrific. Um, Lucasfilm developing uh, a slew of movies, uh, including an Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, movie as well. Uh, Stephen Daldry is in negotiations to direct that. No writers have, are working on the script currently. Now, what's interesting about this is that it was rumored that Simon Kinberg, the writer and producer behind the X-Men franchise films and The Martian, uh, was working on a Boba Fett movie. Uh, Lucasfilm and Disney won't make any official confirmation, but some sources are saying that uh, Mangold will co-write the script with Kinberg, who will also produce the Boba Fett project. Uh, Kinberg and Mangold are close. You know, they worked on Logan together. So this is really good news about... Boba Fett. I'm looking forward to that. More good news. A couple of great things happening here. Uh, the Expanse has been rev uh, revived for season four. Uh, it, it was, you know, not picked up by Sci-Fi. Canceled essentially. It was very expensive series for Sci-Fi, and they certainly didn't make it easy to to get a hold of it. They, they didn't own the rights to the video on demand. Uh, parts of it. So you had to, you know, the old-fashioned way. You, <laughs> you had to catch it on the TV. Uh, but uh, now, Amazon. Jeff Bezos is apparently a huge fan of The Expanse. And uh, he stepped in and saved it uh, for season four. Uh, Amazon Studios has closed the deal. Uh, he had a massive uh, uh, party at the uh, National Space Society with the cast and the crew and uh, threw a big party in the packed ballroom there to celebrate The Expanse coming to Amazon Prime. Uh, do not know when yet, and I hope that the other three seasons he takes along with him, because I didn't get a chance to watch them. I keep hearing great things about what a great show it is, and I'd like to catch up. Starting from the beginning is what I'm told I need to do. Also good news, of course, is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is in talks to... This is... I, I Mysterio. Uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel, the next one, 
uh, they're talking to Jake Gyllenhaal about being Mysterio, special effects expert Quentin Beck, using his talents to create elaborate illusions to commit crimes and to fight Spider-Man, it says here. Uh, Michael Keaton is slated to return as the Vulture, which kind of leads me to believe that they're kind of building up toward a Sinister Six kind of thing, but that's just me. So there you go. Um, interesting. Here's a little fun fact. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has an interesting history with Spider-Man. The original Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, you remember, injured his back while shooting Seabiscuit. And that was between Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2002 and Spider-Man 2 in 2004. And uh, Gyllenhaal was briefly considered to take over the role of Tobey Maguire, could not resume his duties. That would have been fun. Uh, but McGuire was able to return to work. The filmmakers put a joke about Spider-Man hurting his back into the sequel and and all is well. But there you go. So uh, that's uh, no contract signed as of this recording. So there you go. But uh, that's interesting. So there's a little bit of broken news. Now let's get to the, uh, the thing that I wanted to do with you here. Uh, because it is our 10th anniversary as a podcast, and you guys mean so much to my guys on the panel... Uh, I wanted to sit down with each of them individually. I wanted to talk to them, you know, about the podcast, uh, how they got here, what it means to them, and uh, I think you're really going to like this. So uh, let's uh, let's sit down with uh, each member of Geek Show Podcast, the panelists, and uh, talk to them each individually. Here we go. Lee George Cade. Hi. How are you? I like Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry before we before we pressed record Lee was going on about the Han Solo movie and how I, much he loves it. You did point out I, I do have a, a, a terrible Star Wars bias. I wouldn't say terrible. Well, some would say it's terrible. Some would. Not I think me. it's terrific. I, I, you're my go-to guy. Well, thank you. When I need knowledge. Thank you. All right. Yeah. And you have been for years. Thanks. Let's, uh, let's start with uh, 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 the beginnings of, I mean, Geek Show was a radio program. It uh, was a lunch, uh, it was a lunch date before that. <laughs> Oh, it was a, yes. Yeah. Let's go back. Tell, okay. Talk. You know, the, the way back machine. Do you mm-hmm. want to go uh, when I met you, or we could do that if you like. we could. Yeah, I, sure. I was stealing records from you at a at a live event at a roller rink. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why I was stealing Dwight Yoakam records, but I was <laughs> pretty, all I had. That's all you had. <laughs> I was pretty convinced I could go to Starbound Records in West Valley and get a buck for him because. God damn it! I wanted that Cure glow in the dark Japanese bootleg. They didn't, had. We, didn't we all? It didn't we all? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't worth thirty six bucks, no. especially not nineteen eighty eight dollars. No. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was during your um, your separation from your original morning show gig that you and I got to be buddies. Yes, and uh, and those were those were interesting times. That those were the the dark times. Those were dark times. Those were the dark times. Those were some of the worst times of my life. Yeah, you were like uh, you were like Christian Europe, five sixty A D. <laughs> and everything had just kind of shut down. Yeah. So you were going the motions. You, exactly. You hadn't quite taken on the Turks yet. So. Um, <laughs> and but, this is and this is where you helped me is that you gave me um, things to do. You you gave me uh, a semblance of uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, structure. We we tried. And that, you, know, you know, and I have to give credit where credits due. That actually, I, I was kind of intimidated by you because you were a big morning guy, right? And and I'd listen to you in school and whatever mm-hmm. else. And uh, Shannon, who who uh, you know, we've all had our ups and downs in lives and our yeah. in our personal relationships. But he he loved you so much that he said, "I think I think my friends hurt. I think my friends hurt badly, and mm-hmm. and I just need help keeping an eye on them." And so, uh, and that's how you and I got to be friends. Um, we would work out together. Yeah. We would walk around Liberty Park together. You and your yo-yo. 
and and you, <laughs> me and my yo-yo. <laughs> Somebody earlier this week reminded me how I used to always have a yo-yo with yep. me. Oh God, that's embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. Anyway, it it was solace. It was a it was a totem. Mm-hmm. And a totem is a good thing. It was smoking. So, it was right. you know it was right. it was that right. It's um, like chronic public masturbation. Exactly. But, right. But um, and that's 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 when we bonded, and then. You would come in on the radio, mm-hmm. and we would do. It was called Geek Chat at the time, right? Uh, and it was eh, four times a year, five times a year. Yeah, it's whenever Bill was on vacation. Whenever Bill was on vacation, yeah. things like that. And uh, that's that's where it started. Well, the 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 true roots of it, mm-hmm. and I've, I've, we've probably mentioned this one or two times. That's is right. We'd go to a place called Bombay House. Bombay House, and it was uh, the Vice Twins mm-hmm. and uh, our friend Jerry McPhee. Yes. a lot of times, and uh, Shannon when he could make it. Yes, but I remember at the time he was freaked out by uh, Indian food. He called it Klingon food, <laughs> and uh, we would uh, <laughs> we would just basically recap. The Simpsons and DS9 mm-hmm. and Next Gen mm-hmm. and uh, I think Mantis, uh, you know, whatever whatever sci-fi was on. <laughs> the Adventures of Briscoe County was you know a hot topic. Was it Nightman? No, yeah, it was, it, I don't yeah. know. So that that was uh, that was like almost every week. Yeah, for years. And was that, that, all, that you, all you can eat at the Bombay House? Right, and I did. Yeah, eat all I could eat, and and grew a subcontinent around my stomach. So it, it so. evolved from there mm-hmm. to the radio. And uh, Punk was there on the radio, uh, Scott Pierce, uh, you, Shannon, Jeff, mm-hmm. me. And uh, then, uh, you. at what point did you move to... 1998. It was Oregon in yeah. 1998 to Sheep yeah. Sheeprape, Oregon. Sheeprape, Oregon. It's uh, uh, area code 666-66. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to find. And uh, so the podcast started while you were in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And because um, my memory's so bad, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. And it was about was it a a year after it started no, that you moved back, or no, was it? You guys started in May of two thousand eight. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I moved back August the tenth of two thousand. Oh, and it was that soon. Yeah, it was okay. that soon. And All I think right. I think my first episode was August twenty sixth. So okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, my wife's grandmother had been given three weeks to live, so we we said, oh, we're gonna. We're going to come back and look after her because, you know, she's been a dear woman and she's been such a, a kind influence, and a, a writing, a writing guiding light for my wife. And mm-hmm. that uh, three weeks of terminal cancer lasted eight years. Yeah. So <laughs> I nothing, remember that. nothing like being a living caretaker for someone who's terminally ill and just won't die. Yeah. It sounds callous. But, I know. <laughs> you know, um, sometimes you just it's kind of like reading Go the Fuck to Sleep by Samuel Jackson. You just kind of <laughs> shuffle off into the night. God damn it. And uh, and it has been ever thus. Um, it has been. Tell me uh, your thoughts about the podcast and what it's like being involved in, with it for so long. Has it has it affected your life? Oh, in a huge way. Okay. In a really big way. Uh, I, I don't... Well, you know me probably better than just about anybody. Hmm? I mean, despite anything, you knew me when I was probably more of a wandering gutter punk than anything. Yeah. Or... I don't know what they call it, kind of a transient Jedi punk kid. Um, I mean, we make jokes about you wearing your your brown robe in the in the in the park and yelling at things. You know, uh, but <laughs> yeah, well, that was drunkenness. But the the robes the robes were. Uh, I, I think that Kevin Smith kind of summarized it better than just about anything when Silent Bob took his uh, took his trench coat off and gave it to gave it to the the angel that fell from the sky and mm-hmm. and Jay looked at him and said, "Your armor." 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was my armor. That's that's what kept uh, oh, yeah. that's what kept a weird misfit kid from getting fucked with in a in a really hostile environment. Mm-hmm. So uh it doesn't help when you're a giant of a person because sometimes you're made a a, a lesson of from people who you you are uh, 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 and this is this is a compliment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked that. I, sure. I liked Tom. Yeah, <laughs> Tom was okay. And uh, and and I I love Lee. You yeah. have you have made that that journey. There was a lot of healing that had to happen for that to go on. So mm-hmm. I I was broken, <laughs> so, but broken's fine because the nice thing about being broken is you can mm-hmm. you find the right glue, right? I married the right glue. Yes, so. you did. Yes, yeah, you did. That helped. Uh, Geek Show has uh, Geek Show has been more uh, more transformative uh, in so many ways than than I could have ever really imagined. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when I met you, I really wanted to do radio, but I, mm-hmm. I had a real hard time breaking out to do radio. I had a hard time. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a very classic, uh, classically styled introvert. I most people who meet me don't realize that it takes me days to prepare for a, a public outing because mm. it's hard for me to engage people front and front because I'm not thinking about you while we're talking. And it's, it's very, a lot of hard, hard work for me to focus on people because the theme to star Wars is blaring and <laughs> five projects that I'm, yes. that I'm supposed to be working on at that moment. I'm literally thinking about the pages that aren't being inked or the miniatures aren't being painted or this is not a joke folks. This no, is, this is his brain. That's, that's the wheels. And so that's, what's going on. So, I mean, and I, I love the people that we meet and that we interact with, but when I really step back and realize that, uh, even being the twitchy, uh, the twitchy outcast guy on geek show, uh, people have so accepted me in so many ways. And the fact that I get to hang out with my best friends every, every couple of weeks and record a show is, that's just the structure of it. the The reality of it is, is that I've, I've seen people that have uh, that have come out of their own shells to come and say hi or support whatever madcap in Denver. I mean, I'm, I'm literally Obi Wan Kenobi with an entire tribe of Luke Skywalkers willing to go off on my <laughs> well, mad idealistic crusade. Well, you know? let it be known that I was the first Skywalker. <laughs> All right, you were. I was. Uh, yeah. So, so it's it's been it's been monumental and. Um, Realizing that I'm not only a voice in a community, but that there are people who are actually, and this scares me sometimes, um, willing to actually listen seriously to what I'm talking about. When we're going through some stuff right now in the local Salt Lake City geek community that, that could be c- kind of catastrophic. And the fact that people reached out to me and said, what what should we do? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. But, you know, that's cool for you for asking. <laughs> it, it really does. It really does mean a lot. And it's it's kind of staggering and overwhelming at times. I mean, why would anybody care what six idiots in a basement think? It's neat that they do, you know. I'm I'm thrilled that they do. Yeah. Um, and and I'm I'm along with you. I I, I don't understand why, but you know, hey, let's we're all family. Let's uh, let's work on this. You well, know? we are all family, and we should all work at this. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's been a geek long enough to know that you know, no, no, by no means were we marginalized. Like a person of color has been marginalized. We don't know that pain. No, um, Jay does, uh, but but we we do know what it's like to be tribalist. We do know what it's like when you when you latch on to two or three other like-minded people and you hold on for dear life because mm-hmm. the world is terrifying. You're quoting Debo lyrics now. Yeah, exactly. Through being so cool. <laughs> here, here we go. We've got 45,000 people in our tribe, and that's yeah. pretty damn neat. So, mm-hmm. um, And then I, I know you were asking uh, earlier, we are talking about what what the people have meant to us. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not just the show. It's what they've meant to us. And I have friends now that 
are in this community that I would have yes. never had before. Yes. And I think of what this community did for Shannon when he hit rock bottom. That's correct. And that I am not a sentimental person and uh, I can be a very cold, logically uh, undriven Vulcan person at times, but uh, that moved me in a huge way. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, why would anybody buy a coloring book that some lunatic draws in the middle of the night? That's that's <laughs> kind of amazing. Why yeah. would anybody... Uh, my wife talks about this all the time. We have more support in our uh, our food endeavor from the Geek Show community than we do from the uh, the, the vegan community that it was designed for in the first place. Mm. And that's kind of fucked up if you think about it. You know, it is. Yeah. I mean, it really should be, hi, vegans, we made this for you. But, uh, you know, Neff still buys three bags of jerky every couple of weeks. And I know Neff doesn't eat vegan. So why is he doing that? Because he's a nice guy. And, yeah. And he wants to make sure that... Uh, you know, and I'm not hustling change. Plus, my escort service was never all that great to begin with. But <laughs> well, I tried. I know you tried, <laughs> but you know, it's really hard to get you off. And all we want to talk about is Star Wars. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when I say talk dirty to me, I don't. Well, never mind. And Shri Rook. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you for for helping to fix me. Thank you for you did the same. I mean, give yourself some credit there, buddy. We, we helped each other. We we did. And, uh, you know, if we make it another 10 years, then we'll have this conversation again. Trying. I'm sure I'll be pooping my own pants. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, we, we got to stick around and see what happens. I yeah, I keep saying the simulation's broken. I don't necessarily believe that. So <laughs> if, if the simulation's still going in 10 years, right. then here's to 10 more great years. Thank you. And now Tony. Hey. Who's gone from Triple T. Yep. To quad T. He's grown up before our very eyes. It's true. <laughs> There's been rumblings of infinity once in a while. Infinity? Yeah. Oh? I don't know. I think I'm I think I'm gonna stick with the quad and the triple. I don't know. Let's workshop infinity. Yeah, yeah we'll have to um we'll have to run that by the uh you uh, you see those two banks down there? Yes. You gave me those. I gave you one of them. One of them. Yes. Which which one? The R two D two C three PO. I thought you gave me both of them. Uh, I'm giving you credit for both of them. Do you want to take it? Did I give you both? I think you did. Sure. The Darth the Darth Vader bank and the R2D2 bank. I know for a hundred percent fact that it was that I gave you the R2D2 C3PO for a hundred percent. The Darth Vader, maybe. Take credit for it. Okay. When when did you when did you get me that? So that bank uh, was my going away gift to you when I uh, when you were an intern interned at X96 on Radio From Hell oh my word yep those were the days good lord <laughs> this show this show feels older than 10 years I I was interning uh, about when the Geek Show podcast started oh okay so you were there for the beginning I was you there were, for, yep you were interning and then you started working yeah so I interned for a summer mm-hmm. fantastic had a great time um, and then I went back for my last year at mm-hmm. college, mm-hmm. and then uh, down at SUU, and came back up, interned again for Jack FM. For, oh yeah, for about two months or so. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> not much to handle there. It's just a computer yeah. playing songs. Yeah, pretty I, much. He had yeah. me cutting. Uh, he had me cutting spots oh. and uh, and making them from stuff that was sent in to us by one of your guys that does recordings and things. And so I actually. I think he was just looking for like a, just cut it and make it, you know, sound smooth. And I, I took it upon myself to improve on the quality of these because 
I got my bachelor's degree in broadcasting. Yeah, so this yeah. Is, I'd been doing this kind of stuff for the last three or four years, and uh, I made some really good ones. And then he, well, I thought they were really good. And then he sits me down and he's like, "Look, you don't need to add to every one of these. You, some, you know, you just just cut them, just cut the, the ends and off, and, and and we're gonna play them like that." I was like, "Well, whatever." You don't want to hear my creativeness? That's fine. All right. If you don't want me to try, yeah. I'll do the bare minimum. Exactly what and, I felt and like. And that's why Jack FM is the most listened to station in Salt. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. a second. Uh-uh. They're gone. Yeah. Okay. You have an intern working for free that knows what he's doing. Yeah. Just, why, why take advantage yeah, of that? Why? Forget it. You know, just do the bare minimum. I'm going to teach you business straight away here, kid. <laughs> just coast through. That's the that's the key. Oh, man. Jesus all right. So, so yeah, so, so then, that's that's where that's where where we met. Yeah, I got hired on after that internship as a uh, web uh, liaison. Uh. I was the guy that uh, talked to the salespeople and the web team to make sure that the stuff the salespeople sold got done correctly on the website. <laughs> that was like hurting cats. I was going to say I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> oh man. That only that gig only lasted 9 months. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> I got uh, I got laid off due to budget cutbacks, but when I got hired, there was an opening for the producer of the Geek Show podcast, mm-hmm. and I had made a good enough impression. Luckily, that yes, you did. You approached me for that. What do you say, Tony? Heck yes! You want to sit in my basement and talk about Star Trek? I was <laughs> in immediately. <laughs> there was no question. So, so how how long was that? Eight years. Or that was nine years. it was uh just shy of eight years. It'll be eight years this October. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So has this podcast changed your life or how has it affected your life? Or not at all. Well I'm dying for someone to say, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> eh, not much. Here's, here's the thing is is <laughs> the the podcast uh it doesn't play really into my professional life because mm-hmm. I'm a network engineer. Yes. So that's completely different. But in a way, it did, actually, because the connections I made with you mm-hmm. and uh, and some of the sponsors at, uh, brought, or, uh, what was it, Simmons at the time. At the time, yeah. Um, after I got laid off, I got a job at PC Laptops. Yes, Dan Young. To, yeah, used to be one of our sponsors. Well, and, and I'm going to thank him. He Without Dan, yes. uh, the, this podcast would not be uh, around. Yeah, um, he he literally rescued it. He stepped in and <laughs> and basically said, "This is what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to pull it out of the trenches." He negotiated a hostage situation yeah, exactly. to save this podcast. And so I worked for him for about eighteen months, and then uh, and then I moved on and got a uh, a help desk position at a larger tech company, and mm-hmm. have moved up there to a network engineer over the last four or five years. So, but yeah, in that way, I mean, without the show, without knowing you. I, I have no idea what I'd be doing in my life right now, honestly. No clue. Um, so in that aspect, yeah, it has definitely affected my, my professional life. Um, and just friendships. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. The friendships I've made here, um, I think they're lifelong friendships. I think so, absolutely, yeah. And uh, I definitely would not have that, and I'd be missing out on these great, my geek brethren, mm-hmm. you know? That's it's it's really it's really something because uh, I've I've uh, I'm gonna sound like the old man here. I I have watched you grow up in front of me. <laughs> oh, you 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 have no idea. 
Tony's wife is over there. Yeah, I'd say that to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you like to say to uh, uh, to the people who listen to the show? Uh, more than anything, just thank you. Uh, without listeners, there there wouldn't be a show. Uh, we'd probably still get together once in a while and have a good time, but it's the listeners and the schedule and everything like that that keeps us consistent. You know, <laughs> so we brought consistency to your life you, as well. You brought consistency to my <laughs> life, Carrie Jackson and the Geek Show podcast. Um, yeah, the the fans we we do the geek. I feel like we do the Geek Show podcast for ourselves just as much as we do it for the fans. Um, the the interactions and everything that we get, and knowing that knowing that something we love is as much loved by so many other people. It creates a camaraderie that even if we haven't met you in person, you still feel it. I, I get that from from people all the time. They'll email me, and uh, they'll talk about how they. What well, was one guy put it really well? He said, uh, "It's like I sit down with my friends." Yeah. Uh, you know, every Monday morning when I listen to it, it's like sitting down with my friends and you know, sharing a drink and bullshitting with them about. Those stupid things that we love so much that, exactly. mean, that mean so much to us, even though we know they're stupid things. Exactly. To the outside world, it's just like, oh, those guys are, well, I guess they like that stuff, whatever. <laughs> but to us, it's like, this is, this is everything, you know, this is the stuff. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, try to tell people where to get their dogma. I mean, if they, if they, you know, find peace in, in this kind of thing and can find meaning, hey, that's terrific. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to piss on that. Uh, anyway, thank you for everything that you do. People don't realize how much you do for the podcast. And, uh, and I'll be honest with you, it wasn't for Tony. This this show does not go out. <laughs> you know, it does not happen without him. So, uh, Well, you are welcome, and it is always my pleasure. And thank you so much. And uh, thank you. Thank you for letting me borrow your husband. <laughs> thanks, thanks, wife. <laughs> she allows me to come play. All right, uh, Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm. I'm. It's nice today. It is. I mean, well, kind of. We got, but I feel good. <laughs> it's a nice day. It, the weather's changing. Yeah. Uh, now this is. Uh, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> I just want you to bear your testimony. Oh uh, shit. Uh, so the podcast is ten years old, but you joined us when? About five years. Five years. Yeah, a little over five years ago. Hmm. And. Tell me about how the podcast has affected your life. How it's holy how shit. It, you uh, know, <laughs> what uh, you know your story. Um, well, well, let's go. Let's go back to the beginning of, of yeah. when you started. Well, tell, I, tell folks about it. That. Was actually uh, it actually happened because I of D L Hughley, comedian D L Hughley, mm-hmm. uh, was booked at Wise Guys in August mm-hmm. of what uh, probably twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. Ever get a chance to see him? Very funny. Man. Yeah. He had a book signing. He had a book that came out. Oh, yeah, that's And so right. he was supposed to headline, and I was supposed to headline at the end of August. He was headlining at the beginning of August. So he postponed at Wise Guys. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't made it back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, so Keith Stubbs, the owner of Wise Guys, moved my show up to that immediate weekend. Mm-hmm. So he sent me to X96 to do promo. Mm-hmm. And that's how I met you guys. I, show, yeah. I showed up. Now his opener, Steve Wilson, f- still flew out because he wanted that money. I, I <laughs> like he, that. That's what I do know. Is like he, he's like, I need that. I need that money. <laughs> so um, 
And I wore, I guess I wore a tank top that day because people saw my Deadpool tattoo. Mm-hmm. And we all figured out, and then I showed off my Cobra Commander tattoo that uh-huh. I have a st- on my stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that That is also sexual. Um, and then uh, people on the chats were like, you should get this guy on Geek Show. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think anything of it. I mean, I knew well, it. Well, as I recall, I was one of the, when I said, oh, Deadpool, and you yeah. went, thank you. Yeah. It's not Spider-Man, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah. Everybody says it's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And so that, that just, it was a good visit, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I never thought that it would lead to anything. I was like, all right, cool. What, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Geek Show already, so this was nice. It was nice to be in the room, and then we exchanged uh, contact and just kind of, you know, hey, stick around, let us know if you know. Mm-hmm. And then I got the call in April. Yeah, something like that. How, we, how long was that after? Oh. This is August to April, whatever. August to April. Okay. I don't do math, but yeah. I mean, like, it was it was a solstice in between or whatever. Is that right? That's a bit of time, yeah. yeah. And I'm, so. And I think the only reason I didn't call you is because I just, I either kept forgetting or I was lazy. No, it's fine. <laughs> I've been a part Cause of I, it because I meant to. I kept meaning. To, yeah. You know? No, it was it. It all worked out in a way. I mean, Lee had to take care of stuff at the restaurant. And, oh, that was it. Yeah. And so I filled in for Lee that uh, that day. And mm-hmm. I remember friggin', I remember driving on the way to your house, and I'm listening to you and Jimmy go back and forth about what the fuck was it? It was just a random episode, and it was star. It was Star Warsy as fuck. I can't remember what it was, but mm-hmm. and then I hear Jeff come in and i'm like oh my god i don't know if i can do this i was like freaked out because i was just like i don't my my knowledge is, is oh it's because he he brought he brought all this yeah you know, deep dive trivia and, and knowledge to the thing and right he was famous for that we always yeah and then it was referred to him as the the computer <laughs> it's the computer yeah and so uh i was i was a bit nervous but then you know i came by and mm-hmm. You know, met everybody. You know, it was it was nice to finally like place the faces with the voice and everything. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I just did. You know, I, I figured I'd do an episode. Then you told me stick around for the next one. And then mm-hmm. we did another one. And you said stick around for the next one. I was like, wow, this was a day. And you know, a few shots later, I was like, this is a good time. Like it wasn't even about <laughs> like it wasn't even about the like hey, whether or not you you knew. Uh, geek stuff. It was just I just yeah. genuinely liked hanging out. It was and, just a hang. Yeah. yeah, it was, and that was that's probably what I enjoyed the most, and just t- uh, talking freely and openly with uh, uh, about geek stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like learning all this other stuff, and I, you know, and I was reminding myself, I'm like, dude, you actually know a lot, a lot, you do more, a lot than uh, you know more than you think, and it actually felt really comfortable because you know I, I've never had like an open discussion about that that much you mm-hmm. know it was more like oh you know you asked me to talk about sports and all that stuff i could tell you <laughs> anything but so it was nice to just have that kind of conversation um so how is how has it uh, affected your life uh geek show has affected my life in ways that i i still can't imagine <laughs> uh i probably at least twice a month i'll text you out of the blue mm-hmm. for just life advice <laughs> <laughs> Or just an idea. You know, every time you see Uh that phone ring, it's just like, all right, Jay's got an idea. And, um, or it's sup and I reply, and then two hours later, (laughs) yeah, that's 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 me. That's me. That's me. Anyway, we all know I'm we all know I'm hard to get a hold of. The running gag on the show was for the longest time was, where does Jay live? (laughs) (laughs) None of us knew, none of us knew. I didn't Uh, even know, but anyway, um, keep going. I'm sorry, but it's affected my life in such a positive way. Uh, 
there there have been the negatives, the slight negatives. Just I mean, because you, uh, you don't have as much privacy anymore. There's that, yeah. which is, but it's great though. It, it, in a in a weird way, it's like cool. I'm I'm a part of something that is so vast and big, and um, uh, the transparency that we have with our listeners and fans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, really speaks to to what the brand that we represent. And it's, it's like it, it's uh, we don't report rumors. We yeah. report truth, and I I feel like that that level of transparency carries over to you know who who we are and what we stand excellent. for. I, I, you're absolutely right. That's yeah, an excellent point. And um that and so I try to at first it was difficult because I was like, all right, well okay, I, I'm going certain places and people I don't know are sent yell, yelling geek show says hey to me. <laughs> and I still don't know what to yell back at them. I just say, "Hi, thank you." <laughs> I usually that's all I say, but it it's I it happened the other uh the other day when I went to go mm-hmm. see Deadpool again. And I but I love it, you know, and it's 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 a, actually a very comforting feeling, but you know, sometimes you do feel like, "Oh shit, like someone may see me." But then I'm like, "Dude, get over yourself. You're an idiot. Just enjoy <laughs> life and be be honored and flattered that uh people give a shit very well put yeah and what would you like to say to the uh the listeners i would like to the folks who listen all the time i would like to say to the listeners i can't thank you enough i mean and this kind of goes on the more positive note uh i can't thank you enough i was when i first sat down in the old x96 studios and i met Carrie for the first time. I didn't think it was going to, you know, I never thought that it would be what where I'm having conversations with you on the regular. Mm-hmm. And it it was it was something that um I w- at that time in my life when I first started uh when I first met Carrie, I was at a very very dark point in my life. <laughs> I was uh, going through a bad relationship, going through things with my son. I was, trans, you know, kind of hit a really dull spot in the military and didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was just doing comedy, and mm-hmm. but this helped me find my feet, if you will. I mean, I've been out here in Utah for 14 years. I'm originally from California, and I never expected to come here, and it's been hard without family. But just being a part of this show and is has provided me with family that I never knew I I would have. And if 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 I told you that family was, you know, six white guys in a basement, you know, people would laugh, but that that's just the fact. It it's it's uh you know, I text Jimmy today cuz we're all excited about <laughs> we're all excited about the 10th anniversary. It it was it wasn't that was just on my mind. I was just thinking about him and mm-hmm, I was just mm-hmm. like, "Man, I'm 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 excited, and to the fans, I mean, you guys have come to every show and yell out "Keek Show says a" when I, you know, and um, supporting the podcast, and it's helped me build a brand um, for myself, uh, my, and helped me find my own voice. Mm-hmm. And I I thank those people for the shots, for the for the the conversations, the laughs, the people that actually hear what I what i what i say and help empower me you know it's it's weird the geek show fans help empower me and i which and help truly give me a voice so i i thank them so much because man comic-con 
and or the fan X formerly known as Con- whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is um would be so boring without y'all i mean and our little game shows and meet meet up so i love you guys i've always i've said it before i'll say it again i'm proud of you and thanks for being family oh damn it i'm gonna cry (laughs) uh in this uh special uh not broken news segment of, (laughs) of, of geek show the episode of course uh uh, the Mykonos Travel Board was yeah. the name of the episode. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to get each one of you guys, this is Jimmy Martin. Hello. I wanted to get each one of you guys uh, to take a few minutes and just talk about the podcast. We're at the 10th anniversary. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell me you know, tell me your story. How, I, how has it affected you? You know what's funny is that like, I, I was thinking about the other day and I kind of did the math and like, you know, you guys are at 10 years and I'm coming up right behind you and I'm... Will always be behind, but you know I'm at eight years and eight three years. months, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was just like, just kind of blown away because I still feel like the new guy. Really? It, yeah, it's really weird. I that's, always now see that surprises me. <laughs> yeah, that surprises. Me. I always feel, and I know Jay's behind me, but like I always just yeah. feel like because there's the core group of like you, uh, Lee, and Shannon that were kind of since we the, were, well, yeah, the OGs. Even though like Lee even said that he's yeah you know, he's coming up on the ten years. He's at like nine something. Yeah, and I'm still like, but I feel like I'm so far behind that. You know what I mean? Well, Lee is OG because he started on the radio. Sure. When, we, when we did it on the radio before podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you know that you know four times a year or whatever it was, and so he was there. But then he moved to Sheep Rape, Oregon, and, <laughs> and uh, did his thing up there. But then he came back, and yeah. that's when we had to have him right away. I think it's because you guys also have like the Utah history. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, there's so, that like, too. I, you know, I came from the East, but like, you know, I, I always felt, still felt like the new guy, but you know, I, obviously that's not the case, but it's just, it's just, it's always in there, but it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. You know? Well, I did see, I'm surprised <laughs> that, that you feel this way. No, I, no. And so I, I would imagine that the, the, the rest of the guys are, would be surprised to hear this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something like always there. So I always feel like the kid. Well, don't <laughs> stop that. Whatever. I'm getting I'm old. Your, I'm your therapist. My, I'm allowing you to. My body parts hurt. Wash that away. And, <laughs> uh, so tell me, uh, tell me more of your uh, story uh, and things that you would like people to know I, on this tenth anniversary. Well, you know, we were talking about like you know how it's changed our lives and stuff like that, and, and it really like I think, you know, uh, amongst the group. I mean, well, I guess we all have our stories, but like yeah. to me, like is my life has changed immensely. Since I started this podcast. Now, don't be afraid to repeat stories because, sure. the, you know, I mean, after 10 years, it's bound to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, you know, I remember the first time when you and I met at, you know, not interviewing Bill Murray and, and, and you're like, it was up up, at Sundance, come, right? up to the, yeah, come up to the basement for that movie, Get Low. And, and so, uh, so I came up and, you know, Derek had to go do a, a baptism of all things. <laughs> and I got on the mic and it was funny because then I, I never got off, you know, hey, you want to come back up? You want to come back up? Mm-hmm. And then I'll never get, um, Oh gosh, I was like, we were at the Republican, and a couple of people had asked me, like, "Are you a panelist now?" I was like, "I don't know, man. Like, I'm not on the logo." <laughs> I go, "But he, you know, Kerry keeps saying come up. I'll keep coming up." So, well, at, at that time, Derek was still officially a panelist, and I think he had moved recently or, or something, and, and it was shortly after that yeah. that, that he was moved. Quick. Well, he got his gig in L.A. and mm-hmm. and he uh, took off. Yeah, and uh, so, Derek Hunter is who we're talking yeah. about, uh, Pirate Club Comics, and he now works for Cartoon Network. I yeah. believe. <laughs> Does the does a lot of work on a lot of your favorite stuff? So yeah, uh, yeah I'd I'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I mean like you know, and I started with that, and then you know, and when I started Geek Show, we didn't have big movie mouth off. You know, Vice and I knew of each other at the time, and mm-hmm. we uh you know kind of formed that and started that show, and 
Um, you know, and we had said in the last episode, it's kind of weird because you know we're coming up on the fourth anniversary of losing them, and yeah. and Counts had stepped in and said, you know, Counts. Like, it was funny before Counts ever came on Big Movie, we'd sit on the phone and talk to, like schoolgirls for hours. Well, you two worked at the Symphony together. Yeah, that's yeah. where you guys met. And then, uh, and we played Halo all the time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it was kind of funny. Like it's side story. It was like you know we sit there like oh fuck this asshole like that, and mm-hmm. then you come in to work the next day, you go hello, how are you? <laughs> Welcome to the Symphony. You know, and so. uh but yeah, so so counts, and we're coming up with that. It'll hit that mark where counts and I have been doing it longer than Vice and I did. It's just crazy mm. how time flies. That's strange too. And uh, but even beyond that, then you know, from big movie, uh, I got brought onto a network TV show, and then and then and, you know, then started doing the junkets and stuff like that. And you know, I've, I have you know, I've met people that created my childhood that you know that inspire me that you know that I just get giddy thinking you know I take these pictures. They have little signs outside the door, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like, oh, I remember the first time you met Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've only met him once. I saw him in a monitor. Oh, okay. That, that, all right. I could feel his presence. Yes. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, just people that I've watched for years. It just kind of felt like Kurt Russell. Jesus, I mean, like, oh yeah, that's one of my childhood heroes. Um, but yeah, so I mean, but just it, this podcast has incredibly changed my life, and it's and it is to the listeners. I mean, I don't, you know, we'd probably still sit around being drunken idiots. You know, <laughs> if, if nobody was listening. <laughs> but um, that's what's so funny about it. people. Are like, well, you know, how is this still going? I'm like. Because if the mics weren't on, we'd still probably get together at least once, you know, every three weeks. Oh, yeah. And drink and, like, talk about what the yeah, hell's we going would. on. I, I know we would. Well, I mean, yeah. we always joke that the sh- when the mics are off, the shit that comes out of our mouths, that, like, this should be on the show, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's that. But, I mean, it's, it's the listeners that I... That's what I wanted you to get to next. Yeah. To talk I, about the listeners. I truly have to tip my hat to them. Because not only with me, but with Kat, uh, my wife, because... We, you know, she's had the opportunity to, you know, do farmers markets and comic cons and stuff like that, and and people come up and they'll say, Geisha says, hey, and you know, and you know, where I mean, she's an incredible artist, but these people like acknowledge the fact that they're listening and that they support, you know, local artists and support mm-hmm. her and and our family, and and it's just, you know, you kind of get choked up a little bit because you know she'll sit there and you, these people just, you know, come up. And they're just inspired by what she does. They tell her how great she is, you know. And I'm sitting there as an admiring husband, like shit, man. I can't draw a fucking stick figure, right? And, and like, but watching her just have a ball with this. And she's not on the show, but she's a part of this family. She's a part of the group, mm-hmm. you know, within us. Because mm-hmm. I mean, all of us have, you know, our significant others kind of <laughs> looming in the backgrounds, going, yep. "Ah, these assholes." And then that's and I always people always ask her if she listens to the show. She's like, "No, this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> I deal with this all the time." <laughs> so, but yeah, they they do that. You know, uh, every listener that comes up while we're at cons or even at screenings at theaters mm-hmm, so they'll mm-hmm. come up and just say you know hey Keisha says hey thanks for the tickets you know you are more than welcome because I can't do what I do without you guys and mm. so that's just how it is and so well I thank Jeff Vice forever for introducing us yeah and getting you on the show yeah, yeah. I mean gosh miss that dude more yep. than you can believe indeed <laughs> all right and Shannon Barnson yeah hey hi how's it going I'm all right so on this 10th anniversary I've been talking to I can't honestly it blows my mind dude. that part is weird isn't it <laughs> right just saying those words is strange yeah uh, but on this 10th anniversary I've been sitting down with each one of the uh, panelists and uh, just talking to them about the beginnings of the show and and and, and your memories of, of, of how that how that came about now mainly they're blurry Irish memory. I remember, okay. I remember about five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, go back as far as you can. Well, <laughs> like how how did I like end up on it or what? Like, 
Well, yeah, I mean, it originally started... On the radio. On the radio. I mean, if you really think about it, go. it starts for me 32 years ago when I called Radio from Hell. Mm-hmm. One morning before... <laughs> one morning before high school, it said I was locked in my bathroom. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then just started, you know, that Shannon the Amazing Sewer Boy character that... Yep. I was on, what, a couple mornings? Yep. Every week? Mm-hmm. And then you and I became friends, and, mm-hmm. and then, uh, God, really, it's that phone call. Which which phone? The call? phone call to the the uh, radio station that I made that morning. It fucking started it all because then we became friends. Yes. And then you met like Lee and Jeff. Yeah. And those guys and and that, me, and that's when I realized that Jeff and I should have met a lot sooner. Yeah. Because of the orbits that we were in. And uh, but. Uh, yeah, no, that's is that how, crazy. That's, that's how I I met all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. There, Jesus. there, there's the fixed point in time, like and a how, Doctor Who. And how freaked out? How weird is this? How wrong is this? That a twenty-something-year-old uh, DJ <laughs> takes a phone call from a strange kid, yeah, really strange kid, and <laughs> becomes a friend of his. Yeah, that's normal, sixteen-year-old buddy. <laughs> I mean, if you say it like that, hey, it's my. I mean, if I couch it, well, in a, how weird is it that it might be like, Mom, Dad, I'm going to go stay at this, <laughs> this grown-up house in Ogden for the weekend. Uh, Shit would fly today, would it? I could try explaining it in the Bruce Wayne, yeah. you know, Dick Grayson kind of a way, but no, it was, yeah, it, yeah. I it, mean, we won't mention that I ran away at one point. That's your house. You did. You lived at my house for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, with, um, my, with my first wife. <laughs> Jesus, so fucking that's crazy. So wrong. Somebody... Eh. Anyway, anyway, right. yeah. So it was a different time, Carrie. <laughs> it was so that's how it started. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then, like, I remember you're like, "You ever heard of a podcast?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, "Me neither." But apparently, they're pretty cool. <laughs> yes. It's a radio show. That you can listen to anytime you want. What? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it was that, you know, your idea. And I always loved coming on the radio. And well, yeah, when we did, we did it live on the radio there for a, a couple of years. Yeah. And uh, it was just on an as-needed basis, maybe four times a year. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly because I felt like this was not something that would be good for the ratings. Um, so that's why only four times yeah. a year. But then pop culture changed, and that was when the realization hit that it really could be once a week. Yeah. Because all of the shit that we were loving was suddenly and, mainstream or approaching. Yeah, and, and like we said, this is what we did anyway. Yeah. We'd go to the Indian buffet. Yeah. And, you know, sound like an episode of Geek Show. <laughs> it, was, it was. Except it was not just, as drunk. It was, yeah, it was not as drunk. Yeah. It was a little bit more belligerent. Because yeah. Scott was a little bit more argumentative. Oh, yeah. And, and didn't like much. Could you imagine if he would have been on this show? Holy shit. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. We I would love, have, we would I have fought. Lo- I love Scott, but he was just too too argumentative. Yeah. Uh, Scott was Jeff's brother. Jeff's uh, twin brother, yes. Yeah. They, were, they were the data and lore <laughs> exactly. of our friends. Uh, so, but yeah, that was all those years ago. And now we flash forward and we feel weird saying 10 years. Decade. A, de- a decade. And it's, I, we got to kind of pat ourselves on the back because podcasts don't last that long. Well, see, and I, and I was talking with, uh, with, with Bill about this earlier. Um, 
because he was like, why are you so proud of the fact that you haven't had, you know, a, a rerun or a break? Yeah, and that is in super 10 impressive. Years. And, and he's like, why is that important? Because podcasts don't necessarily need to be that model. I said, yeah, but I've never modeled this podcast after anything else. Right. So it's, in my mind, it's its, its own thing. And yeah, uh, all y'all podcasts, 10 years, we've had one interruption, and that was strictly technical. And that's that right. was that was when the servers were switched, and yeah. we had we had some technical problems getting that done. Um, and I mean, I, I always say, we, ten years without without a rerun, without a skipped episode, once a week, every Monday, yeah. even when Jeff died, right? We did not skip an episode. Which some people would go, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" That's how we worked through it. At the same time, yeah, that was how that was our group therapy session, and and now with this uh, new. Uh, uh, I'll tell you about it, geekshowpodcastarchive.com. Yeah. You can go back and listen to that episode. It's so weird. Like, yeah. we can go, I think about how different, like, my life is now than 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. Wow. You I started, you, I was married. Out of all of us. Yeah. You've had. A trim- I mean, Lee probably second. Yeah, but <laughs> well, that's his whole life. <laughs> that's his. That's his roller coaster life. Um, um, yeah, like I was married. I was working at Burt's. Yeah, you know, and everybody I knew wasn't dead. <laughs> it's been crazy. Yeah, you know. Um. Well, just uh, do you want to you want to convey to to the listeners? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, so I'm thoughts. just going to say, it's kind of a weird weekend, Carrie. It is. Okay, this, so... This, uh, this has been uh, noticed and brought up. Yeah, so I'm just going to say it, So because mm-hmm. I might get all little goofy mm-hmm. or whatever. So not only is it the 10-year anniversary part... So today, I think, this is the 25th. Today's the 25th. Is, and In 1977, Star Wars was released. Isn't that crazy? On this day. And then, uh, so, and as, then, we, as we record According this. to what I read, Paul White... Today says the first yes. show came out ten years ago today, yes. and and Paul White, Doctor Paul, has been helping with that Geek Show podcast archive dot com. So, um, so yeah, but then so we're having our party in two days, and uh, that's the fourth anniversary of Jeff officially passing away. To the day, to the day, and we I were know sitting, this... when we were sitting in that hospital, in that hospital, and four I, years ago, and I know it's to the day because uh, Jimmy just a day or so ago went down to the cemetery yeah. and uh, took a picture. And I'm like, yep, 20, May 27th. May 27th right there. And um fuck. I fucking hate that he isn't here, dude. Yep. So, sorry. Um oh, you, he would have loved Infinity War? I'm I'm convinced he would have loved Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, he would have. Yep. That new Spider-Man. Oh, he would have—he would have fucking loved that new. And Spider-Man. then I even saw today, both him and Scott would have flipped over that uh, Christopher Robin trailer. Oh yeah, they were. That's right, they were Winnie the Pooh fans. Yeah, oh so, yeah, it sucks. I wish he was here. It, I, yeah, like every day, you know. Um, but piggybacking on that, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't have made it through like. The stuff that happened to me four years ago. Well, for those who don't know, well, re- recount it. So, like, <clears throat> four, well, it was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in December, my, my mom passed away unexpectedly. Um, and then that was in like December. And then at the, on the first day of school <laughs> that next year, mm-hmm. like less than, uh, it wasn't very long. Uh, my younger brother mm-hmm. passed away. This all happened at a, at a terrible, terrible place called Yuma, Arizona. And, um, fucking asshole of the universe. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but my dad said he was sick too. And was describing the same thing. This that he said that my brother was feeling before he died. So I had to call an ambulance in Salt Lake to get my dad in a, in a hospital in Yuma. And at that point I had to, I had to, I was like, I have to get down there, but I was broke. Mm-hmm. I'd spent all my money arranging stuff for my mom and paying stuff for my mom. Yeah. And, um, and then, so I had to get down there and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't mm-hmm. have any money. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I was a, what, a third year teacher or whatever. But anyway, so I, Made a tearful plea. Uh, it, it was so hard. It, it, remember that recording at Bruvies in front of an audience? I'm crying. Oh, that's right. Oh, Jesus. How you know? And it I was, was like, in front of an audience, and I needed help. And I uh, uh, asked the the you know our listeners to help me, and they sent me. They fucking stepped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Helped me pay for the hotel room that I stayed in, and. Uh, I mean, the, the, you know, taking care of everything. Oh, cause I forgot to say, I went down to Yuma and my dad was in the hospital for mm-hmm. three weeks, was supposed to get out. And then something happened that day and I ended up having to take him off life support the next day. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to do any of it without the listeners. You know what I mean? And even just the support I got. Remember like people sending me yep. messages of support from yep. William Shatner. You know, <laughs> and um, just the emotional support I got when I got back, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, at the <laughs> almost the last week of school that year, uh, I sat and basically watched my best friend I'll ever have. Yeah. Jeff Weiss pass away in front of me. And, and, uh, and then let's not forget how the listeners stepped up oh, there, too. Yeah. I mean, just the best, you know. I mean, the 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 money for his mother. Oh, that's right. She didn't have to. She, nothing out of her pocket. Nothing out of her pocket. And then we were able to pay for a huge building out at the fairgrounds for his funeral. So that was one of the most surreal experiences of my and, life. And you know, easily, I want to say three hundred people or yeah. more in it attendance. Was a, a funeral in the round. Yes, that's <laughs> that's how the stage was set. And um, it was, and crazy. it was all because uh, the listeners to this show yeah. stepped up, and they always do. They like, always do. When it comes to like supporting Lee's business or his comic book, or you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, his coloring book, or you know, yeah. uh, supporting Jimmy the, show, the cool shit that Jimmy does. Yeah, you know, I, you guys are just great people, the, and your book donations. Oh yeah, which I'm going to be doing again mm-hmm. this year. You know, yeah, uh, God. Books and books and books for my kids, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I uh, my life, I don't think would be as good if it wasn't for this show and you guys. I mean, you know, the panelists and the mm-hmm. listeners. Absolutely, people are always so nice too, and you know, when, when we meet them in public, and it cracks me up. Like, I'm just gonna say this right now: if I ever say no to giving you an autograph, it's not because I'm 
um, being like a dick, a dick. It's just because I don't think that much of myself. And I shouldn't be, I'm a fucking teacher. I shouldn't be giving you an autograph. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Yeah. It just, it'd be like me walking up to, you know, the guy that works at Wendy's and go, God, Hey, that was a great burger. Can I get your autograph? Please, please. <laughs> well, all right, dude. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, I just like—I mean—the cool stuff that we get to do because of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie; I love getting to see the movies early. I'm spoiled. I hate going to see movies with civilians. You know? It's ruined me. <laughs> you know. Well, I, there's going with civilians, and then there's going with fans yeah. of the the thing that you're viewing. That know how to behave. That know exactly because <laughs> right? they're in the same boat as you. You know, yeah. they want to hear the jokes. They want to catch all the references. Uh, but then there's the civilians who just go, let's go see that loud movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, man. Crazy. All right. Well, anything else? So we got to turn this over to the rest of the episode. Uh, no, just, you know, thanks for everything, people. Right. You guys thank, are awesome. Thank you. Word. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. King. Hey, isn't this fun? I'm thanking you. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> this is all about fun. This is fun. All right. See, as you can tell, as you can tell, the guys love doing the podcast, and they love you guys, you the listeners, and uh, as do I. Now, you're you're going to ask right away, why why aren't you doing your part of the story? You know how you came to it and how you feel about it. I do that every you know year on the fireside chat, and I guess I've been doing those ever since Jeff died, uh, and so that's where I'll. That's where I'll do it. I just wanted to to let the guys talk to you guys about how they feel about the podcast and the 10-year anniversary. And and I've got excellent news. Here's the funny thing. Over the years of this podcast, of the 10 years of this podcast, the company that I work for that owns this podcast, the well, the, the various companies that I have worked for that have owned this podcast, never really felt it was important to... Uh, archive the episodes. Uh, you know, I mean, just trying to get a radio company 10 years ago to believe in a podcast, that was something, you know, nearly impossible to begin with. Uh, and so over the years, a lot of the episodes were lost to me. Uh, I didn't have access to and they got deleted. A lot of them did. Well, guess what? You guys have come through, especially Andy Wilson, Dr. Paul White, and Travis Johnson, Travis the Pie Man. Uh, all came through and have gotten together and have built this website, geekshowpodcastarchive.com. And uh, go there when you're done with this episode and take a look at some of the oldest episodes. They've got a, an expanse. You see, they, they saved the shows, unlike the company that I work for didn't think that it was important. The, <laughs> these guys saved the shows uh, from all those years back. And uh, I haven't had a chance to, to go there as of this recording, but I understand they even found some of the old radio editions of it, partial, at least partials. Uh, so uh, go and take a look at it. And you can, you know, I mean, if you got nothing to do, <laughs> if you got nothing important to do, go right ahead and do that. Uh, but I want to thank those guys, Andy Wilson, Dr. Paul White, and Travis the Pie Man, for putting together geekshowpodcastarchive.com. It's a fan Run and own website. Uh, it's it's their thing. Uh, my company or I have nothing to do with it. The panelists, they they just 
It's just, it's all put together by them, and I can't thank them enough. And you should thank them as well if you're a fan of this podcast. If you ever run into them or see them in the social medias or whatnot, thank them. Geekshowpodcastarchive.com. All right, let's get back to the episode in a few moments. It's uh, the Mykonos Travel Board Presents. We'll get back to it in a moment. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet, and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Your Woo! questions brought to you by the travel board of the lovely Greek island of Mykonos. Whether you want to hit it out on the town, in Cora, the major city of Mykonos, a gay-friendly not, uh, night spot destination that'll leave you happy. But make sure to brine those olives. And now, your questions. Get to Mykonos, stupid! 
I, I would I would like to see the rap group Migos perform at Mykonos. That shit would be fun. Migos is, at Mykonos? Yeah. Is, is Brian those olives a double entendre? Yeah, it is, actually. Okay. It's a lot like uh, what, what the BYU like, kids would call marinating. Or like Lilies yeah. in Bloom? Or Lilies yeah. in Bloom. Yeah, it's very similar. Um, <laughs> all right, we uh, asked you a question. You ask us questions on our Facebook page uh, for Geek Show. It's just Geek Show. And uh, these are some of the questions that uh, we have received, and we will do our best to answer them. I'm going to ask this words, one. I'm going to ask this right? one right off the bat because I know I just saw this one. I mean, there's obviously great Infinity War questions, but this one's oh, just okay. Here we go. This one's from Ryan. Are you more excited or fearful fearful for the eventual death of the universe? Of the Marvel Universe? Just, no, no, the it, universe. it just says the universe. <laughs> well, like, I'm hopeful for the death of our universe. <laughs> well, I, I think it's run its course. I won't be here to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a little ways off in the so, future. Yeah, no. The simulation is broken. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sure. Yeah. I, what I, happens I, after that? That's what I'd like to know. Here we go. Uh, so the, one, I, the one constant in life is entropy. There, so it's inevitable. There you go. Jenny uh, asks, hypothetical, James Gunn is looking for lesser-known, obscure songs for Guardians oh, 3 soundtrack. Shit. Any recommendations? What do you suggest? Hers would be Universe by T-Rex or No More Heroes by The Stranglers. I like those songs. Those are both good. He's more likely to use T-Rex than he would be The Stranglers. Uh, I was happy that uh, the writers of Infinity War asked him for a song recommendation for Infinity War. For he the gave, Rubber Band Man? Rubber he Band gave Man them, is so good. He gave them three songs, and Rubber Band Man was one of them. Uh, anybody? I, I mean, minor, like, I go super obscure. Like, uh, Hate Your Friends by Naked Ray Gun. Mm. No, that's Lemonheads but before Lemonheads. they went all I want, pussy. I want Young MC Bust a Move. I want that. <laughs> I want if you want it. I want Thanos staring out over the devastation of everything to Iggy Pop's The Endless Sea. Oh. That'd be pretty cool. Oh. I'll take anything Sam and Dave or James Brown. Oh, that's good. Uh, if we're going there, then Al Green. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Let's stay together. Would that that oh. would be a good one. That would be a good one. Especially for, for Guardians. For uh, it, Gamora and, and yeah, Peter. Yeah. yeah. I want Photograph by Nickelback. <laughs> Get out. Get the <laughs> fuck out of this room, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, there's... Have, we got uh, Starman in the first movie. We did. With Bowie. So I, I, no, no, no. We got uh, uh, Moon Age Daydream. So Moon Age Daydream? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Starman? Yes. No. I don't think oh. we've had any Queen at all yet, have we? We haven't oh, had any God, Queen. Let's put some Queen, queen in, in there, yeah. Yeah, no, another one bites the dust during a shootout would be pretty oh, awesome. That would be cool. I think yeah. the theme to Highlander would be weird, um, but that'd be cool. I, <laughs> I think it in top, if, in legal. if Gamora dies in Infinity War, yeah. uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire after the love is gone. Ooh. Uh, I I've always if she survives. September's a good one too. September's <laughs> good, um, or Allison from Elvis Costello mm. would be good. I would take "Give Me Some Lovin'" by Spencer Davis Group. That's good too. Clarence Carter, I'd be stroking. Um, "Party at Ground Zero" by Fishbone. Uh, the the greatest song that no one's ever used. Uh, Ram Jam's "Black Betty." Oh, it's got, it's got mm. great, one of the greatest songs. Great, song. well, just a phenomenal. A phenomenal. I'm surprised they haven't used that in Guardians. Not in Guardians, but it's in Blue. I'm uh, I'm still pushing for Everyone's a Winner by Hot Chocolate. Nice. That's one that I put on my list. Certainly. Uh, let's see. What we about should, uh, Blitz, maybe some Blitz damned Creek. man? Some damned neat 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 neat. Blitzkrieg Bop. Uh, oh, we could easily do that. Kind of some fucking Ramones, that work, dude. Yeah, um, that'd work real well. I think some Wu Tang Clan would be dope in there. Mm. Uh, I would suggest uh, the Kinks. Help me now. I'm falling mm-hmm. because it's got the line. Now I'm calling all citizens from all over the world. This is Captain America calling. Mm-hmm. I bailed you out when you were down on your knees. Now won't you catch me now I'm falling. Mm. All right. 
Uh, well, yeah, there's a bunch we I there's could I could go on. I've, oh, you could. I've got a list here. I could go on, but I'm not going to. Here's here's one from um, Excitable James. Oh, hi James. What? Yeah, I'm currently heading to Japan myself. Where is one place in the world that you would want to go? Bonus question: If you could travel with one person from the event Avengers, minus Stark and Cap, where would you go? Minus Stark and Why Cap. Why would yeah. you? I mean, would you start? Yeah, like I know exactly where I want to go. I want to go to Ireland. Mm. Ireland? I wanna, yeah, I want to fly go to Shannon County. Ireland. I want to go to Shannon County. I want to fly in the Shannon, Shannon Airport. Airport. I want to feel so important. Put my feet in the Shannon River. Yep. Is this a real thing? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, this, uh, this has been a constant since since I met him. Yeah. And uh, I would I'd want to go with Rocket Raccoon. With Rocket to Ireland. Could you imagine the shit we'd get into? You could do some drinking. Yeah, and oh. I would get fucking hurt because he'd kill everybody. Hold on to those prosthetics. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to go through uh, a, a world tour of my DNA starting in Sweden and working my way through Romania and then to the lovely island of Mykonos. Mykonos! <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, I, I, knew, I knew it. With, with, with knew Thor. It. That's why I Because asked I think if I'm traveling through Europe with anyone, it would have to be with the Norse yeah. god of thunder. Uh, mm. and, and also because we'd get around a lot faster because he can fly. I was going to say as well, Thor, and we're going to Iceland. Right. <clears throat> yep. That's I, a good place. I I would I would travel to Wakanda with T'Challa. <laughs> only You've been to, doing a lot of circling yeah, in the plane. Only to have uh, T'Challa reveal himself to me as the whitest name ever, Chadwick. And tell me Wakanda's not real, bro. We in Compton right now. <laughs> no, you, you thought Wakanda, it's Wacompton. <laughs> Wacompton. Oh, I like that. Wacompton forever. I think I'd probably Wacompton? say New Zealand. There you go. New Fucking Zealand. Fucking Saturday Night Live right there. Yeah. With, uh, uh, New Zealand with, I don't know, Ant-Man. I like his humor. I think he'd be a good travel buddy. Getting a lot of shit. <laughs> so he's a good thief. He can steal shit. Actually. Um, actually, I'm going to take my answer back. What? I'm going to travel with uh, Natasha. I was going to say, if yeah. you're traveling right. with anybody, it's Black it's, Widow. Yeah, you got to travel with Natasha. She'll because, kill you when you get annoying. Because for ob- <laughs> well, for obvious reasons. Yeah, but yeah. because she probably speaks every language. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you know, know, we're getting that good shit, you know what I mean? That's right. Yeah, and if you get in a fight in a bar, she'll just hurricane run out of their ass into the ground. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a good trip. And I got to go somewhere uh, somewhere tropical. Well, Mykonos is nice. I've That's heard Mykonos is very like nice great this time, this time of year. Yeah. It's like super good. I, yeah. I hear it's great year round. Yeah. Yeah, like you can pull the olives right off the tree and just eat them. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you gotta, Who are you, you going to go with, though? You got to say Natasha, Brian the, Brian the, Brian the olives. Yeah, she'll oh, go. so you're going with Black Widow oh, as well? Oh, damn right. Damn okay. right. Yeah. Yeah. So Mykonos would be nice, but I think you should really think about Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, <laughs> uh, this comes from Bobby Wondersnow. We all, we all, hey, Bobby. What's going on? I went to her wedding. Shalom. I hid in a bush. You oh, wacky good for kid. You. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was just where our table was. Shout out to her. Uh, <laughs> happy, happy uh, vibrations and uh, festivities. And, I like uh, your haircut. Uh, yeah, that too. Uh, there was a crystallizing moment when I was seeing Dark Knight for the 15th time in theaters wherein I knew and fully acknowledged I was a geek. When was the moment you realized you were a geek? That's a great question. Hmm. <laughs> when I got my ass kicked. For yeah. <laughs> when I got kicked out of the library for reading comic books, uh, comic book anthologies for too long, and they were just like, "Will you just check it out and go home?" I was like, "I don't have a library card," so they kicked me out. Mine was when I bought uh, the trade paperback of Kingdom Come and read it in the airport while I waited for a plane. Huh. Hmm. I was uh, eighteen, no, seventeen. Uh, for me, it was junior high school. 
Like, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, like, I brought my animal puppet to school every day, and I brought Mm -hmm. Smurfs. (laughs) To school when I was in like you elementary school. You still had that animal puppet when you lived at the pink house. I do. I still have them. I hide oh. my weed in them. Um, <laughs> now I know where the now weed you is. don't. Wow. Not anymore. Well, you got to find him. Guess he's going to Mykonos for Shannon's uh, weed. No, but like, <laughs> it was so funny. Like you had to pretend like you didn't like toys or comics or anything mm-hmm. in junior high when I was growing up. And, that, and that's when I was like, oh fuck, I'm not like these people. Now, see the 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 obvious answer for me would be. Uh, when I when I got beat up for wearing my Star Trek uniform to school, uh, that's pretty or, kinky. Or racing home to see Batman, right? You know, mm-hmm. Dark or, or and his Star Trek was on right after it. Yeah, maybe that's the obvious answer. But I think the time that I realized that I was a geek was there was a certain age because I have a lot of like cartoon character watches and things like that. There's a certain age where that stops being. Cute, cute, yeah, and goes uh, to being, huh, kind of creepy. <laughs> but then after a while, it's okay. It's like growing your hair out. Yeah, it's like this window between, <laughs> I want to say, sixteen years old, and maybe twenty-five. Yeah, you okay. know, huh. there's okay. that window where you don't wear the cartoon character watch. <laughs> It used to be. Anyway. I was going to say, I don't think that window exists anymore. It doesn't exist no. anymore. It's done. No, it it back in our changed. day. Yeah, back in our day, it's like back, flu. Yeah. back in our day, we had gender. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Wow. That's a I'm glad to see it going. I'm writing that down. Seriously. I went to a thing. My daughter is graduating high school, and she's part of an art collective, and a lot of the kids are non-binary or gender fluid and, and realizing after talking to other friends who have kids in high school and junior high schools that, uh, that their generation is literally doing away with gender. They're, they're refusing to acknowledge a gender binary. And it's, it's kind of breathtaking because the, the one big takeaway from that is, is you, you will continue to have sexism, but between those that are not acknowledging gender, well, there won't be. Can I say, like, as somebody who's worked with kids over like the last like almost a decade mm-hmm. um there is hope there is a great I was gonna say, amount of hope this is the thing is that yeah. the, the gop is not seeing this no they no. i think they're and, i think they are seeing it and they're terrified of it because this is their last chance to clamp into it and they're trying to stop it but they they should realize that 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 but you know what the kids don't want to hear yeah you know what they do not want to hear no you guys are going to fix it yeah, they totally. don't want to fucking hear that because they're really? sick of it. They're they're so fucking sick of it. They're just like, yeah, we know we have to fix it because you all fucked up. Yeah, well, and we're in a position now where we're saying like, I'm I'm literally I've, I've talked to my kids about it. When the next election rolls around, I'm not going to vote what I want to vote for. I'm going to talk to them and we're going to have a conversation about where they want to see mm-hmm. the world, and that's wow. how I'm going to vote. What I'm going to say is like what I've seen is um, like and even just like generals like with 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 ten year olds mm-hmm. right. I've got this kid he's just awesome he's so fabulous everybody loves him and in my day like if i was in fourth grade yep and i behaved and it just was me like he is him he would have been ostracized and Mm -hmm. beat up and you know treated like shit and these kids just love him they love him and, and i you know and i love him and i'm just like there are openly gay kids in my daughter's school, and it's not five, it's not two, it's not ten, it's not twenty, 
it's probably over 100. <laughs> and that's in a population of maybe 400 students. But, and so we, we go, oh, oh, that's what happens when we suppress a, a, a part of our population. But like Lee, they have to hide it. When we were in high school at we Cypress had, High, we yeah. knew so many... We had so many gay friends. Yeah, but they couldn't. They come could out. not admit it, right? Yeah. And, and even though we all knew, yeah. You know, no, I mean, I I knew in high school my friend Bart was gay. I knew that, yeah. and but yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't admit it to anyone, not even me. I there mean, was a girl I pretended to date for a while so that kids would leave her alone. Wow, because mm-hmm. and she was she was uh, what what the what the bullies of our time would have called butch, mm. and uh, you know it was it was easier for her to pretend to have a boyfriend and just be left alone by yeah. everybody. Well, and but and, and the other thing too is like they have such a different life experience i have so many kids that have two moms mm-hmm. yep. i have so many kids that have two dads you know what i mean and then like especially like in our um uh, there's a huge community here of polynesian people mm-hmm. and there's so many gay polynesian people so they like mm-hmm. all my kids have like a gay uncle or a gay aunt and it's, and it's mm-hmm. no big Fucking deal. Nope. We we make we, it a big just, deal. Yeah, we just need yeah. all the old people to die. Yes, yep. and it's going to be a much better world. Yes. Um, this one comes from Anthony. I like this question. Anthony, hi, uh, Anthony. If someone gave you unlimited funds, okay, how would you expand Geek Show Podcast? Would you go into another medium? Would you expand Geek Show's reach? Yes. <laughs> I thought of this, right. I thought of this extensively. I'd say that's a big yes. If we had unlimited resources, say if somebody who owned a place called something like CP Mac Tops or something like that, somebody who <laughs> somebody who was wealthy and had the resources, <laughs> were to approach, say Carrie, and say, "Hey, I've I've set it up with Simmons that uh, or with Broadway, oh, yeah, sorry, with Broadway Media that <laughs> that I can partner with you on an endeavor. So it's a two pronged endeavor. The first part is we recreate the bridge of the original Enterprise. That's what we uh, do. But the instead of having <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> instead of having the console where Chekhov and Sulu would sit, it's a round table. So we record from the round table and it has an overhead recording system that allows cameras to be on each and every panelist plus two guest tables. And so the entire show is shot with the backdrop of different portions of the Enterprise with, of course, the captain's chair behind Carrie. So that's our studio. That's the main studio and that is pristine and is not messed with by anybody else. But there are 14 other broadcast booths that are rentable by the hour with the production staff on hand so that if people were to come on to, say, GSPC Enterprises and they were to say, I want to rent podca- uh, podcast space for an hour to do my show, they have a very nicely done, they can do it in video, audio, the whole thing, and there's a production staff that will make it not sound like ass afterwards and hosting. That's what I would do. So now, see you- me, I've got a different idea. <clears throat> we would spend all that money on a fucking incredible pilot episode mm-hmm. send that shit to Netflix mm-hmm. they can't. they'd buy it because they buy fucking everything yeah they can't say yeah, no yeah, they, they can't, can't say, say no according. yeah but I'd hate it because we wouldn't have a good villain <laughs> and no I think that we would do a, uh, I think we'd do a pretty decent kind of uh, documentary style reality show kind of a thing where we just yeah. go around and do stuff yeah that would mm-hmm. work that'd you know work. I just pocket the money and. <laughs> I, mean, I was also thinking. I like saying, how that goes. That's too. the best. Cool, thanks, bro. I, say, I would. I would hire a couple of kids to pass out flyers in a parking lot. I'd make sure those flyers were underneath every. <laughs> my son needs work. Wiper. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. Carrie, you gotta work. update your thinking, man. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, Johnny. You missed that Ford Taurus over there. That's right. Don't you know the Ford Taurus is the Chrysler of American cars? I'd buy four fax machines. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just um, be up all night sending facsimile copies to all kinds of people. Faxes. Faxes. Uh, Connor asks, who is the most pointless superhero? Or if you made a superhero with the lamest powers, what powers would they have? 
Who's what? the most pointless superhero? I, I can say it's. It, we is were it talking King about, Tut? No, it's that fucking character from uh, Heroes. Siler? The, the, ch- the cello. No, the, the cello. Yeah. Oh. oh Reverse the, Dazzler. The the music. Oh yeah. She's yeah. Reverse bad. Dazzler. Fuck her. Most pointless superhero. Oh, he's already been created. I, I think they call him Star Lord. Oh, see, he's just poking. <laughs> he's just poking. See, I was going to say Meg from Family Guy when she can only grow her fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is Star-Lord's part now? That he's, he's just a human. He's just a, a guy now. He's just a guy. He's just a guy that makes good mixtapes. And also, he's got, he low, so, he's got low self-esteem. Fuck, he doesn't even make mixtapes. He's so. like Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, but with a cool coat. Mm. So, so, really, like, so really, if you break down Avengers, like Star-Lord, Okoye, and they're Black just, Widow and Hawkeye. Just, yeah, they're just folks. Fucking Star Lord is Hawkeye. He's Space Hawkeye. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they're just folks. No, yeah, but he's not no, as no, good no. of a shot. Hawkeye's got, no, way, Hawkeye's more got way more self-esteem. Yeah, all Star Lord, all Star Lord can do is fuck things up, dance funny, and uh, and fly a spaceship. I know that's right. Hawkeye, Hawkeye picks his kids up from soccer practice on time. But also, Hawkeye wasn't threatened by Thor's abs and then ruined everything. All right, he's True. thick. Dick. So Dick. the so the correct answer is King Tut, Jay. Sure, if you're just sure. if you're keeping well, track. Or, or, Egon. or King Bong. Uh, ca- uh, no, those Dr. are those Dr. are villains. Bong. Dr. Bong. Those are villains, though. He oh, said heroes. Oh, heroes. Okay. All right, all right. Um, I yeah. love this question from Egg. Uh, what's an amusement park ride that you guys miss? I that love we this. miss. That you miss. That we miss. I don't have one. I don't think I have one. What either. was the What was the one at Disneyland that you shrank in? Adventure, adventures through inner space. I loved yeah. that ride. Jimmy, was it you that was talking about that show oh! that you've been watching? Where yeah, Defunct Land. Yeah, okay. The um, sub ride. I love the sub ride at Disneyland. Twenty thousand. It's still there. Yeah, it's Nemo though. It's no, got all kinds of Autotopia. It. It's uh, Autotopia still there, uh, but the sub ride's still there. It's just Nemo themed. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's still there. Okay. I. It. The ride's still open, but I miss it because it's never fucking open every time. I'm I'm there. Is uh, it's at Magic Mountain, Six Flags Magic Mountain in California, Ninja. Mm, it, I remember that. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's all like it's been open since 1988, and I've only rode it. May, like I've been to Magic Mountain probably 20 times. I've only maybe rode it three times, and those are the three times it was actually <laughs> like just working. So I don't know. Yeah, all mine are uh, probably. Uh Old Disneyland rides, like uh, the, the Sky Ride, was cool in Disneyland. I miss the Sky Ride because you could it... get from one side of the park to the next, and not have to walk. You know, mm-hmm. it was good. But uh, yeah, Adventures Through Inner Space was always one of my favorites. What about the original Wild? Oh. What about the original Wild Mouse from oh, Lagoon? The dangerous Where you thought one? you were going to die because <laughs> the, the story. Well, <laughs> Wait, the rumor what? the rumor was is that kids got killed on the Wild Mouse. Oh, I heard. And you could feel it because, like, you were like, and go, it scared the shit out of yeah. me. Man. The one I always heard is that a guy had gotten a blind man had gotten on with his small dog, and as the dog lunged to jump off the wild mouse because it got scared, the guy lunged to catch the dog, and then they both fell out and died. That's a rumor. Uh, yeah. It was. Hey, I was in fourth grade. Legend, urban you know? legend. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. See, man, if you were blind, any ride would be scary. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, and especially <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's a blind guy doing at Lagoon with his dog? Yeah, you know, yeah. right, right. And Let's leave the, that part out. Who but. let the dog on the ride? Yeah, and then who did that? I can't wait for the letter we get in two weeks. Hi, my name's Mary Penobscot. <laughs> I'm sitting here listening with the money that my family's given as a settlement from Lagoon, <laughs> my island, my island palace in Mykonos. My I just uncle want to tell Theodore. You, my, my uncle Theodore. He was blind. His dog scraps. Uh, mine would be. Uh, I mentioned it before a couple of episodes ago. Uh, the Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, uh, thing at Disney or okay. at Universal Studios, but the main one, the Back to the Future ride. I still, I, I still miss Tower of Terror. I mean, yep. I haven't seen the Guardians, but it, like, 
I really did. It still exists in Florida. Yeah, yeah like the one, yeah. the one ride I hope they never get rid of at Disneyland is the Jungle Ride because as corny as it is, as corny as it is, and as dated as it is, I still go on it every visit. It's and not going anywhere because yeah. Dwayne Johnson is making a Jungle Ride movie. Yep. And so it's not going to go away. With uh, Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. Yeah. Oh. They will call it Jumanji Boat. Jumanji <laughs> Boat. <laughs> you got one more? Uh, yeah. Um, shit, one more. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's do a good one. I'll wrap this up here. Um, I don't know if this is a good one, but I do like it. I do All like right. the way. I, I, like the, I, just, I like these questions because I get to see how you guys think. Um, if you were looking for the Infinity Stones, what order would you look for them? I I have no. I can't remember all six of them. Okay, yeah. well, all right, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> order order doesn't matter. I'm just actually trying. okay. Yeah, yeah, this one. This I was one trying was, to get them all. Here we know? go. Here we go. Um, I do like this one. Um, it came from Bo. Uh, what is one movie making decision you most wish could be undone? Be it a directing choice, a horribly miscast role, a storyline gone bad, and whatnot. What movie would you want most? Would you most want to unfuck? And what would you do differently? I I have one. What's that? It's movie adjacent. Mm. It didn't happen in a movie, but I would not have, and we wouldn't have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I would not have had Coulson be alive, because mm. mm. yeah. I really believe that his death has less impact and meaning, because mm-hmm. he's not dead. Right. You know, uh, in that first Avengers, when he dies... It also kind of cheapens Infinity War to a little bit, because little we already bit. know if, if Coulson can come back from being rammed through with an Infinity Stone on a spear, yeah. that... You know, despite the characters that have movies coming out later that we already know are coming back, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we know that death is not final. Yeah, I I world. would, and and we wouldn't have the Shield series, and that would make me sad because I enjoy it. But to me, when they made him still alive for the Shield series, it took away the movie's most impactful moment. Because you remember when when oh yeah, Iron Man says his, uh, his name is Phil. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for uh, me, I'll tell you. Okay. Um, I wish they would have had somebody else besides Zack Snyder. Helm the DC. Helm movies. the DC universe. Like, and, and once again, mm-hmm. you know, I don't hate these no. movies. No. What they, well, what but they, they should have done was let Zack Snyder direct a couple of them, but not be in charge of yeah. the whole thing. Because he doesn't understand. He doesn't um, understand the DC universe. They, yeah. they felt that they needed a Kevin Feige, and they thought they found it. He was the wrong choice. I don't yeah. even think Man of Steel was a misstep, but I think maybe you learn your lessons from Man of Steel. And, oh, he didn't do Man of Steel, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay, he, he did. did Man of Steel. Sorry, I, I, I'm getting all my... There's so many now that they're all starting to jumble together. Yeah. But I think they were trying to find something in between the Joss Whedon roles in the movies and the Christopher Nolan uh, you know, heavy, well, heavy, and dark, that's the thing. It's like, and, yeah. and you know what? Maybe I go back even more and go, fucking, like, you guys know, I don't like those Dark Knight movies. Yeah. I really don't like they, them. They, in my opinion, as much as I liked them when they came out, only one of them really holds up anymore. But I, I, which I, one? The second one. The Joker one. And I See, for me, I think the first one's and the I, one. And I, I, I still hold all three of them up. Me too. I just, yeah, I think there's there's parts so, but, that I really I like. But, but, as but, a, yeah. but I gotta say, as a DC fan, that was the first misstep, right? Because the thing about Marvel movies is the people that are making them and the people who are in charge of it get the essence mm-hmm. of the Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. It's because they read. Well, and yeah, I also... And, 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 and I don't... There's one DC movie that got the essence of the character, and it's their most successful one. 
and that is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Which only falls so, apart when the Snyder bits pop in. Mm, at sure. the end with the big, the big fight with Ares, that's, sure, that's got Snyder's yeah. fingerprints all yeah. over it. And they, mm. they actually had their ending. And uh, it's, it's also really funny seeing the, the contemporary DC movies. If you go back and watch the um, Tim Burton Batman movies, the, the first and second one that he did, they, they not only hold up, yeah. they're really just ridiculously fun to watch. And not in a kitschy, campy sort of way. No. I mean, they do kind of play like Batman 66 yeah. a little bit. But they're really very much their own creature and, and really make me feel good about life. They're, cer- <laughs> they're gonna, certainly unique. Yeah. That was going to be my answer was Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah Schumacher good destroyed movies a franchise. Going on. Would you keep the nipples on there? No. No. Okay. I, <laughs> I mean, it's this, this, this just a question. <laughs> I would, I would uh, go back to uh, Hercules in New York and wow. use Arnold Schwarzenegger's actual dialogue instead of dubbing over him. Instead of dubbing over him so he sounds like this? <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. That's not what I would do. I would redo the Green Lantern movie. Uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, you need to do I, it. Dude, I'm waiting for that. So, it, like, yeah. Honestly, I, I think you and I are like one of like I, seven people. And, and, and make it and eight. Paul Lawrence. Yeah. Make it eight because when, when, they, when you get a, a cool shot, in, uh, in Justice League of, of Green Lantern, it makes yep. you freak out. Oh my time. god! I, I, I screamed. I think I screamed louder than you guys. Oh, so it's cool. such it's a, a great cool shot. fucking I, I would, concept. I, if I could do anything, it would be to to explain to the people, and I'm going to say something that I've maybe said three times in my life. I would explain to the people in charge of the Highlander franchise <laughs> that, that should have been only one. No, that, if there if there's going to be more than one, obviously that's a movie that was made to be one and done, right? But if you're going to do a franchise, realize that your prequels are where your movie stands. Yeah. It's not it's not continuing another immortal that's going to get the prize because and, and saying that they're aliens, so you jump up the yeah. screen in a movie theater. Yeah, no, I mean you've got such a such a rich mythology that could have been explored and they actually towards the what the latter seasons of the TV series they did a pretty yeah. good job of yeah. exploring that mythology. There's a really, really cool story in there, uh, but instead make them from fucking planet Zeist and make. What was make, wrong with that? Why'd that make you so mad? Make a make a racist Scotsman appear at a Shakespearean park festival. <laughs> um, I got to piggyback on 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 what Tony said. Um, well, because you got to realize when did when did when did Green Lantern come out? Uh, two thousand and feels like twelve. 12. Yeah. Okay, but say. you got it. Like to me, that was like DC's Iron Man. How they started? They could have. They could have. It could have been. That, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. could. It could. Like the effect that Iron Man had on the entire fucking MCU. It could have been Green Lantern, and yeah. and it, it's just like they one of fucked up. Yeah, and like we could like right now we could be sitting here talking about oh my god, Blackest Night Part One. Ooh, we could be talking man. about that right now, which is to me, to me, I'm not the biggest DC fan, but back me up on this, guys. But like, that could be like their Infinity War, and that's such, and since it's such a fucking no. great story, that story deserves to be told. And the second one, I would like, if I if I could go back and unfuck something, it it would just, it would just be, keep still keeping the Avengers and X Men separated, but just having them. Like reference each other in in, in subtle ways, and, like bring them together with Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Not no 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 no. I mean, well, just, except she's dead, you guys. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean just just su- just little subtle ways where we don't have to do these they two, don't have to, two quicksilvers, yeah. you know, or we can just say just just once it would be nice to hear in a fucking Marvel movie mutant, like 
Captain for America sure. would be like, you fucking mutant. Like, he, he probably wouldn't I say that. I don't think that, he'd but, say that. But, but, but would, yeah, I see your point. But I mean, like, it would just be nice to hear that and just and just kind of get the Fantastic Four back and reel those fuckers in and get like John. God, Cr- one good Fantastic John Four Krasin- movie. Yeah. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt is my uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic. Wow, there you go. Yeah, I'd uh, get behind that yeah. for sure. The, Twitter was rallying around that about a, when, when A Quiet Place came out. And you seen that Photoshop picture of him in the yeah. in the outfit? Yeah, Krasinski and Emily Blunt as Mr. Temples. and Mrs. Yeah. Fantastic. John, John Hams, my Reed Richards. I'll give you that. That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just wish I just wish I'm with Tony on that because I think that I think overall, if they would have got Green Lantern right, we'd probably be sitting here talking about Blackest Night Part One. Yeah. Are we talking about how good the Doom Patrol movie was? Oh my yeah. god. You know what I mean? Or, just, just touch me in bad or the, places. Or the Metal Man movie. Or oh, the, you please know what I mean? touch like, me in more bad places. Yeah. Shade. I'd also Shade think. the Changing Man? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Touch me in even more bad yeah. places. You yeah. and I. You yeah. and me. You and me. Instead of some fucking directed DC app <laughs> swamp thing. We talked about it a little bit the other episode, but uh, also Indiana Jones. It just, I think it should stop. Number four? Yeah. I think so. Hmm. Yeah, especially, I'm so nervous about this next. One. I mean, the last they, one's they, terrible. What's that earring is keeping him they alive? They did an Indiana That's Jones. Magic. Pro, I mean, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. As much shit as people give it, you go back and watch not the young Young Indiana Jones ones, but the ones when he's like a teenager. Mm-hmm. They're really fun. With what's his face, Phoenix? It wasn't Joaquin Phoenix. River, no, River, River. Oh, it wasn't, no, it wasn't River Phoenix. It oh, was, Viper uh, Room Phoenix. Oh, it was a uh, completely different actor. Uh, the guy from Boondock Saints, yeah. Patrick Flannery. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and they John were pa- Sean Patrick. There's there's one where he's like romancing Mata Hari. There's uh, there's uh, there's a couple of uh, paleontologists that I didn't know about that I learned about from the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles because they always rooted them a little bit in in real history. Yeah, huh. they covered the Mexican Revolution in one episode. And it was a That's lot of fun. true. It was a yeah. lot of fun, and and from for a history wonk. They don't get it absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. There's there's a couple episodes where he's in his early twenties and he's dealing with young Al Capone and mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's a lot of fun. The ones when he's eleven are obnoxious as shit, but the the later but the, the later, Sean Patrick Flannery ones they're were good. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think they need to uh, if they're going to continue with Indiana Jones, you got to you got to recast it. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to recast. But who are we recasting? I don't know yet. We it yeah. may be an actor we don't aren't aware of yet. It, Idris Elba. They have a nobody. Yeah. No, Idris Elba needs to be uh, James Bond. Yes. All right. Um, you know, actually, what's the what's the motherfucker from uh, uh, fuck Rogue uh, One? Um, Diego Luna. Yeah. Diego Luna. Yeah. That him. Yeah. I don't know. I fuck. I'm struggling. Hey, uh, having a having, well, no, a, I like having him, a Mexican though. Indiana Jones would be pretty amazing. He's, uh, he's coming up in uh, uh, not Diego Luna, but uh, the guy who played the Imperial. Traitor guy in Rogue One. Oh yeah, he's in the Venom movie. Is he? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Oh, uh, pretty... that's terrible. I thought the I'm bad sorry. guy was the movie itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. And on that note, nah. I'm the bad guy and the movie and the movie. Are we? Are we good? I, I'm good. You don't have any games or anything, would you? Oh, I, mean, this is, uh, I know it's a, it's a lot to ask. Not but, worth it. I mean, it's fucking uh, June. Uh, uh, Christ's sake. <gasps> oh, this is kind of cool. The Sega Sega Genesis Classics Collection. Ooh. Over 50 Sega Genesis games. Hopefully it's good. I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in uh, recreations on emulated, like, older games. Oh. Even on the new system, sometimes they run really crappy. But man, man, how many, maybe these will how be many megabytes of storage do you need for every Sega Genesis game? About 100. 
Because see, I've got an probably ar- less. I've got an arcade classics one for my Xbox, and it's mostly just those old bad, really yeah. bad yeah. Atari games. But then they also throw in the arcade versions of like Centipede. Right, yeah. and that's how this will be. You'll and have like you know, there'll be twelve games you recognize and thirty-eight games that you've never yeah, heard of. Exactly. Atari Warrior so, sixteen. So I sat, I sat and played Centipede for a day once. I just yeah. it was. And man, you twelve percenters. I know, right? Yeah. And we got to mention uh, Street Fighter thirtieth anniversary collection Holy comes shit. out this week. So wow! If you like yeah. them fight 'em ups, Street Fighter. Call them fight 'em ups. Fight 'em ups. Fight 'em ups. All right. Uh, movies just real fast. Uh, no, there's nothing really coming out. But I was gonna say, did we? I don't think we talked about real fast. But the speaking of arcade games, the guy Billy Mitchell, who like had the records for all the Donkey yeah. Kongs, how yeah. he got he got scandal basically a, kicked out it was a yeah. while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> that was that, that's just a comment. <laughs> that, that was crazy. I didn't know we ever didn't really right. talk about it, but we ever talk about arcade games. So. All right, all right. Anything, uh, Mr. B? If you would, are we done? I think we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. I know we all love ham and we love to eat in our homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you've never really experienced ham until you eat it on the island of Mykonos. <laughs> mm. Make sure you brine that ham. <laughs> Eat it with your raw olives. No, no, no. Brine. brine the olives. Brine the ham. Brine that shit. I seriously, Shannon. Mykonos. How hard is it to say brine more ham? Go see Migos and Mykonos. Brine more ham. <laughs> there we go. 